welcome to Infamous, the audio podcast. This is Brandon, or Mutilus, on the forum. And this is Parker. Go by Dr. Mantis DeBoggin on forums. MD. This is Jeremy. I'm, I'm done with forums. I, I, I'm done. No, it's cheated no on me. Forums. I'm done. <laughs> done with the forums. Are you saying that you're going to divorce the forums? <laughs> Finally, the papers oh, came through. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, that's ice cold. Cold as ice, I know. I, I unfortunately am in the other boat. I'm going to start spending more time on the forums, I think. Oh, God. Ugh. Why? What, you, what, what did you do to earn this? I just want to actually start, like, when I have a rules question, I want to get actual clarification now that we're, like, probably going to start traveling for events and stuff. Hmm. As opposed to just going, yeah, it's probably right, and then just playing it that way for the next year. I don't know. I think I'd rather live in ignorance, but <laughs> you go right ahead. <laughs> you plow you plow that field for me i don't mind yeah exactly that's plow that's that the field. problem is i'm always the one to do everything that everybody else doesn't want to do but true. anyway uh so let's kind of get into it so quick mm -hmm. announcements parker has worked himself all the way down to 630 mm -hmm. that seems right one episodes of probation i'm really excited <laughs> I, I really like this program where if I can keep saying Dompier the whole episode or Wesley the whole episode that I can maybe keep knocking some of these off here. I'm, this is a goal of I mine. Also, I also prefer not or, uh, Mr. Snipes is also acceptable. <laughs> uh, I was informed by a listener uh, you've been ratted on. Apparently I missed a, uh, a, a blade last week. Oh, I was really hoping nobody caught that. It actually happened during the post ramble, and I was really sad. Oh, did it? it did. And you were just really quiet. <laughs> I was just really quiet after I did it. I was like, "Oh crap!" It's because we were trying to make a list with him, and I forgot. Uh, yeah, it happened during the post ramble, and I just I, I okay. thought you well, actually at least you, at least you noticed it. I did. I, I I saw. I heard it happen, but I All was right. just um, Jeremy. Do you remember what the secret word is that Parker's not supposed to say? I do. I just want to make sure you remember. <laughs> I do not. I, you don't? You didn't even tell me. You were like, you'll I know. I did tell you. I told you at the store one day. When <laughs> you'll know is what he says. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know it. All right. I just messaged it to you on Discord. Okay. Let's see. So we need to try and steer the conversation in that direction to get him to say that word. That way we can start loading it up with more bad ones. This is, my, this is my least favorite game, by the way. <laughs> this is my least favorite game. <laughs> Stupid ass thing. All right, uh, so uh, Parker, I think you have some news. Ooh, I got some news. News, 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 news. Okay, I am super excited to bring you this news. It is, it's it's time for what would you call this? Marvel Crisis Protocol one point one. Is that what this is? Maybe one point two. I don't know exactly what this is right now. But one point one is probably correct. Yeah, one point one. We've got a brand new Marvel. Marvel Crisis Protocol is dead. Long live Marvel Crisis Protocol. Um, we got <laughs> we got the rules update uh, along with the official cards that you can print off in PDF form, and we got some um, new gems, and we got the rules for those. And we also very surprised, kind of out of left field, tactics cards um, also showed up. So here we go. Uh, we're not going to be spending a lot of time in news about the stuff we did not. Uh, sorry, the stuff we already knew about. We're going to try to gloss over that pretty fast. But the new stuff, for example, the banned and restricted update, which is something that we all saw coming, but it is now banned and restricted, uh, has been added to. First new restricted card is 
Bitter Rivals. Bitter Rivals has been restricted. Uh, I, believe, I believe we called it here, right? We were pretty sure it was heading down that road. Uh, yeah, we we'd been talking about this for a bit. Yeah, yeah we were pretty sure. Um, tell me, no, 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 I've had this played against me, and I didn't feel it was too egregious. I've played it before, and actually not brought it it's, into a game. What what about this makes it so egregious? What what's the matchup? It's what very, it's very matchup dependent. Yeah, it, if it's all about how many models your opponent has. And is their list dependent on being close to each other? Like Avengers, for example, would be a really... Avengers with Steve would be a really rough list for this to be played against. Because Mm -hmm. you're losing all those defense dice, all those attack dice, and the list doesn't hit too hard anyway. But if you're doing something like, I don't know, like Dormammu with two other guys, it probably doesn't matter too much because who do you play it on? You play it on Dormammu, then he's not affected, and so you're only going to hit maybe one or two other people. It just kind of <clears> depends. Also, if your opponent activates somebody in the middle of their army, and then you can play bitter rivals against it, it's extra punishing because now they can't get rid of that guy and like run them away to get rid of the negative. It's just it just depends, but it's it's just a very strong card, and it outperforms a lot of the other cards of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy, do you like that it's restricted now? Do you think it'll actually pop out of your list sometimes, or did you even play it before? I can't remember. I think I was one of the first ones around that was playing it. Like mm-hmm. it's a universally good card. Like it, it doesn't matter what list you're running or anything. You look down and go, I have that. I'm about to try and do some things. You play the damn thing. It, it It's just that good. Um, now that it's restricted, eh, whatever. Um, it, it'll cause you pause to maybe not take it now instead of just being an auto include, which is good. Right. That's fine. Um, I'm going to talk about another member of the restricted list here a little bit later when we get to something we found on the Team Taxes cards. But let's talk about banned real fast. Um, new banned card was uh, a crisis. Panic, Grip City is evacuation effort. Wait, we already knew that one. Why is that one in blue? This is uh, this was originally restricted. Now it's banned. Oh, oh, that's right. There you go. So it was moved from restricted to banned. So the Panic, yes. Grip City is evacuation efforts continue is now just dead from the game. Um, currently. Currently. So if you have that card, uh, go ahead and bend it, burn it. It doesn't matter anymore. Just don't get rid of it. Don't burn it. Don't just, bend it. It just, might eventually get unbanned. I doubt probably, it, but it's possible. should probably just give it to a toddler and let him have at it. Uh, <laughs> just let him eat it. Yeah. Um, do we, are we sure it's banned just because it, even when it was restricted, people it wasn't good enough. It was people were still abusing this, it This, I believe, was one of the missions that was abusable on a script-type game plan. Right. Where it's like, I'm going to take characters that can plan to get to six power by turn two. I'm gonna pick it up and hand it off with this other mechanic. It was it was just one of the more abusable ones, and it could get out of hand really fast. Because if you pick up a lot of these points early on, you're scoring them while you're holding them, and then when you evacuate them, you get bonus points. So you get at minimum usually three turns of scoring out of these out of each token you get your hands on if you can manage to evacuate them. And once you evacuate them, there's no rebuttal for your opponent. It's kind of like a less all-in version of um, Deadly Legacy Virus. One of the things that kept coming up um, with this one, particularly, is anyone, even when it was restricted, it still was in people's lists from time to time. Mm -hmm. And it did exactly what the people who made the game were trying to say, like, not to do, is create a real bad experience. And when people would play that one, it was in order to create a really bad experience for your opponent, because they can't, there isn't a rebuttal. Like, 
you're playing a list that will grab the guy and then evacuate it, and then suddenly there isn't a, a, anything they can do about it. It's just a nasty right. play experience. So I mean, mm-hmm. they thought. What's funny is, is we thought, okay, restricted makes it so people aren't going to take it, but you know, they Black Order doesn't give a shit about restricted cards. It'll just take it. Like it can still take mm-hmm. it. The problem is. It only stops the general public from doing it. It doesn't stop the people that are going all in. And right. so the people that are going all in are still going all in. And when it happens, it happens. This is why I'm really against the random mission selection. Is because it's not going to stop people from putting these combinations together. It's just going to make it to where less people get shit on by it. But that's, that's not fair because some people are still going to get shit on by it. Like, you shouldn't go, well, this is banned in one out of three games. You're like, that's not how the game works. Like, it needs to either be available or not available. Making it more random is not making it more fair. So you like that they banned this, just went ahead and banned it. Yeah. If if this mission was causing issues, and I do believe this was one of the most abusable missions, 100% just ban it. There you go. Like, get it out of the meta, let's move past it, and you can make another mission that's very similar, but not as abusable. Yep. And uh, if you get that one wrong, ban that one too. Make another one that's less abusable. Just okay. dial it in, guys. Like it's fine. The, this it's better to get rid of problem cards than let them ruin the game. So speaking of problem cards, uh, is this a problem card? Because this sure got banned. All you've got. As oh somebody who's played, as somebody who's played all you've got <laughs> a lot, like I played all you've got a lot. As somebody who played it, I never felt like. Was it that broke? I, ne- I never felt like, man, I'm really giving my opponent a really negative play experience by playing all you've got. Is it just because it's just more solitaire machine? You know, so, you know, solitaire crisis yeah, protocol. It's you're just a heartless a monster. You're a heartless monster, yeah. Barker. Like, yes. Getting your face kicked and then getting kicked again before you're like, mm. it's it was very bad. Also, the one thing that was happening that we never did around our parts was the Enchantress double whammy gotcha blow up your army and then bring her right back to life with no consequences and that was all because of that card how about this thing is there any other single tactics card that affects a game in the way that um all you've got does like the gaining an extra activation with a character um the cabal one right yeah but it doesn't generally happen immediately and it has arguably a, a it's harder to pull off and has a similar negative cost. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're rolling three damage dice against yourself, which probably people will immediately go, yeah, but that doesn't immediately kill you. It's like, well, it might. Like, depending on the situation, all you gotta do is get somebody to one or two remaining health, and now Cosmic Invigoration's off the table. Not to mention, it requires two people, one of which must be named Red Skull, and you must be playing a specific affiliation, and they have to be within range two of each other. Well, like, and That's a lot of extra restrictions. And even then, Cosmic Invigoration is amazing. Like, that's the point. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like the difference of med pack and, and patch up. Like, that's the difference we're talking about. And which one gets played, the one that's easier to play. Because there's no chance all you've got kills you before you get the action. And that's a huge difference, considering most characters have a health pool of five or less. It's not hard to get them to within three of dead, and you might just roll bad. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a big difference. Yeah, I was just looking for an example. Um... Yeah. But exactly, like, Cosmic Invigoration swings games when it happens. Not to mention, you have to have already activated one of the two characters, and it doesn't let you do two activations back-to-back, which is another benefit of all you've got. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad, it, it was a bad one. Um, also, 
they did a bunch of things. So when we move along these cards, there's a lot of things that are happening that got kind of nerfed back down, which we saw it happen before when they first did their banned and restricted list. All of a sudden, these heavy hitter cards that are just like, take your models and dumpster them. Like, just a swing, mm -hmm. a swing move. They took those back out again. Like, every time I mean, they yeah, do like, that, they pull them out. When, when anytime you're like, was well, all you've got really too broken? Heave Ho is a card in the game. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look yeah. at the other cards per capita. They are trash in comparison to the ones we're talking about. Yeah, I guess I guess maybe that's... If if the restricted and banned lists are basically their way of saying, oops, are bad, like we we thought this would be a cool effect. Like, yeah, you could activate, you know, your character again, but well, I mean it's called all you've got, right? It's the idea that you I don't care what happens to me. How many times has Spider Man stood up, you know, bloody and broken and bruised and did you know, went that extra effort to do something awesome again in a comic book? Like they wanted to create that moment in the game. It's where you were sacrificing a character to, to do something amazing or way outside of what your opponent expected. They wanted that to feel like that moment. That how many times has that happened in a superhero comic, right? But instead, what they made was, you know, when people looked at that card, they went, okay, I'll make sure to double activate them and then get field dressing there so that, like, Wolverine healed four while not dying and taking out a model and a half or two. Um, like, that's what would end up happening with the game. And that's that's... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the next card like that doesn't say KO'd, cannot be healed, and must be removed from the board. Like, I think right. that was their intention, right? That yes. was, to me, what they were trying to do, is one model gets mm -hmm. to go twice, and then you just kill them. Like, they're gone. Well, that's not well, Also, keep in mind, though, like, <laughs> with missions like uh, Deadly Legacy Virus in play, that's enough. If they're not going to ban that mission, this is a massive card on that mission. And I don't think it's really fair. Like, what if you have a Thanos or Enchantress or Black Cat type character that can just spend four power, move all the way across the board, steal the third objective, and die anyway, so all you've got never even triggers? It's like, mm -hmm. that's a huge swing on a mission. Like I, that. I also thought another way, an, an easy fix to all you've got is just if, if your character's on the injured side... Like, don't let She-Hulk and Hulk can't play it. Like, it's not possible. You can't even play it. No one fucking matter. Like, just, it's just She-Hulk and Hulk can't play it. That's fine. If your character's on the injured side, the, all you got to It should change. just say the character is removed from the game. Yeah. That would There's be the terminology cool I, I, yeah. There, yeah. It, It's a cool idea. Um, and I think they'll fix it soon. I, I, mm -hmm. I think one of the cards will pop out that is what they really want. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I'm surprised we're getting a ratted cards. I'm, I would have imagined they would have just put new, updated, similar cards in the game and just says, like, all right, like, um, which card are we talking about? Oh, we haven't gotten to the other ones yet. Never mind. Sorry. We'll, we'll Skip it ahead. Well, uh, I mean, we can get there now. I, I do want to address something real quick while we're on the banned cards, though. Go for it. Um, there are some people online complaining that uh, they have recently purchased this product solely for the things that just got banned. Mm -hmm. One person, in example, was someone on Facebook complaining that they wanted a 19-point extract mission and bought the uh, evacuation efforts box set just to get the mission card. And then, it, like, a week later, it was banned, and the person, like, never really even got to play with the mission. And so, like, yeah, I get it, guys. Like, obviously, that sucks. But if you're, in my opinion, specifically on the mission card topic, if you're buying a restricted mission in a box set and the only card you actually want is that mission card that's restricted... I think that needs to to kind of like you need to take a step back and look at your buying habits. If you're only buying stuff on restricted lists, 
in that you're just throwing the rest of stuff in the box set away, you should probably limit your purchases in other ways. Like, if that's a problem for you, then you probably shouldn't have bought that yeah. box set. I was it say, was well, already, like, on the red list. Like, this card is overpowered. Uh, I'll also, I mean, I don't know if I totally... I don't know if I totally agree with that. It's definitely on the manufacturer to make sure the stuff they make is is viable. But I will say, let's talk about like buying power. If this person was willing to spend, what was it, 35, 45? How many, I don't know how much money that box was. How much? Uh, I think that comes with Star-Lord, so it was like 25 bucks. Okay, so somebody's spending $25 for a single card, and that's really the reason why they bought the box, and that's the only reason they bought the box. Star-Lord. Okay, sure. If they if they bought Star-Lord and they they weren't they didn't care about Star-Lord at all, they're throwing they're functionally throwing away all the other stuff. It had zero value to them and that's why they're mad. Like they go on there say, "I'm so mad because the reason I bought the box is there." Then you should have bought the card cuz I don't think you'd have to buy the card for $25. Um there's not a great aftermarket. But yeah. Sure. But what I'm saying is I don't know if if that's why you bought the box and you were willing to spend $25 for it. I think you should. <laughs> I don't know if you deserve it, but I'm like, well, like you, you, you spent $25 on a single card, just hoping that it wasn't, nothing was going to happen to it. And it's presence in the game. It seems kind of silly. Yeah. Um, I think they're just bitching to bitch, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it, it comes down to how many, what is the percentage? Like 10% of people who buy these models are actually playing this in a tournament style format using every rule that they put out. I mean, right. True. Just get over yourselves. People fucking just play the card, play your friend. Yeah. If we, if someone sat down yeah. as a new player and said, I want to play 20 points, can we do it? I don't give a fuck. Like, sure. Why not? Like play your little game. Like yeah. different people play. So, so my, my, my uh, observation here is I assume either one of two things is happening. The person is playing very casually and truly only cared about the 19 point mission. In which case, I don't believe they would have bought the $25 box set. You would have just worked it out some way, like with right. an opponent as a friendly game, which is what Jeremy's saying. And I think that's that's something that could easily happen. And if you're truly not abusing the mission, I can't imagine your opponent giving a shit. Or two, you are actively trying to abuse an unbalanced mission, and you spent $25 to gain an in-game advantage that the company has already said they weren't comfortable with you having by restricting it. That's on you, I think. Right. Like, you knew that you were trying to gain an advantage that probably wasn't fair. Because if it was fair, it wouldn't matter what mission you had. And so it's one of those two things. Either you're a casual player that could probably just find a game and still play with your mission. Or you're... Because, like, the banned and restricted list is only really for, like, competitive play anyway. Which is, again, another reason I think we need the fucking tournament packet. Mm. Because this kind of stuff would be clarified. I'll... We'll get to well. I think we'll get to it in a second. Yeah. Do you want to just go ahead and jump to the the new tactics cards? So I can I can go. Th- I think we're there. Yeah, okay. that, that was kind of the last one. Okay, uh, so we so the speaking of we thought I think I thought that the ban restricted list is the way they were going to police and monitor the maintenance they were going to do on tactics cards, but apparently they're willing to errata them. Um, and I'm not. I think it's really obvious what we're going to talk. About. I'm going to go through some of the rules here. Um, some of the ways that they changed them. I think it's really obvious how they wanted to change them because they came in themes. Uh, some of them broke the themes, but most of them were themes. So let's talk about the very first theme, which is making some of them uh, more power cost uh, uh, accessible. And that is Ricochet Blast and Thunder Wave. So Ricochet Blast and Thunder Wave remain exactly the same as they used to be, except now they only take one power from each character as opposed to two. But that's it. They just made it cheaper, more accessible for characters to actually play. Yeah. Um, 
this is a, a good change, but honestly, I would be fine if these cost zero power. Right. Like, these are not game-impacting cards, in my opinion. Repulsor Blast, I think, is underrated. You mean Ricochet Blast? A seven-dice attack that you... Yeah, Ricochet Blast, sorry. A seven-dice attack that you get to reroll your attack dice is solid, but it requires two characters. Obviously, the characters are better now than they ever have been, but it is also, it's still just an attack. I, I don't really care. I mean, I think it's fine. It costing one power each is very doable, and it's fine. I wish they would Both get of these off characters... this... I wish they'd get off this... Uh whole use your attack to do the special attack bullshit yeah i would I, what i would like to see be free just do the damn yeah thing i would love to deal. see these be a three cost per character but you get an extra attack like i and that would be cool because you're doing like the special team up thing you're paying a cost that's appropriate you're getting the extra attack and so there it's part of it would be that oh you go do this cool dynamic move but also you're gaining action efficiency you could do it out of turn it's like, oh, well, before Hulk activates, I'm going to do Ricochet Blast. And then Hulk's going to run in and Hulk smash you. It's like, you do cool dynamic stuff like that. And I think you could just make it cost appropriate for the value of the abilities. But yeah, the I have to spend one of my two actions on this card makes it way less interesting to me. Because they're almost never builders. You know, like you don't get anything. It, it, it's really weird. Um, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't like most of the attacks that cost an attack. It's just kind of annoying. Now yeah, Texas cards that cost an attack are very questionable. Ricochet Blast is ridiculous, though, with all rerolls and stuff. Like, it's legit. It's a good one. Uh, costing four power was definitely over the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thunder Wave. I remember reading Thunder Wave and going, wow, they made Ricochet Blast look really good. All right, so let's see. Um, it it is a one. beam five, six dice. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> it's like, that's the card. Beam five, six dice. Okay. Yeah, that's probably still never getting played. Thunder Wave yeah. is real bad. Yeah. Ricochet Blast at least has value. I know they're scared that the Beam 5 would, like, you know, you'd kit, like, four people, but come on. Yeah, Ricochet Blast is not nothing. Although, if you're going to spend if you're gonna spend any power to just do a, an attack, I almost want to, like, I don't even know if you just do the Iron Man's, like, satellite beam thing he has now. Like That's a, what I was looking up now. Yeah. The fact that it costs two plus is, like, fine. Mm-hmm. It also has explosive. I mean, I guess you, yeah, it's fine. If you really wanted to be silly, you could do both, but I don't know why. Um, so with that that's happened. They try to make those more accessible. The other tactics things they got was uh, pentagram of, of far leg didn't cost. Uh, sorry, didn't change much except now costs one more than before. Um, I'm guessing that's because they didn't want Doctor Strange to do it first turn. Is that the idea? Or like, what's? I think just in general, they thought it should be more costly. I think they changed the uh, timing on that too. I don't think. No, that's it's it's identical. I checked them both. Oh, really? So it's power phase. Yeah, it's power phase. They did a lot of things, like you said, with with yeah. what they got going on. Like it was one of the and... most powerful cards in the game. Yeah, like it it was very very good. It's weird as they nerfed it all. Like everything that worked together in this kind of like clump of things. Because we'll get to advance R and D here in a second. Right. But all of these Ooh, things. What are you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. All of these things work in that whole like first turn gotchas. They really took a punch. Like they, they did a bunch yeah. of stuff out of it. Um, yeah, one guy was bragging at the tournament we went to in St. Louis um, that he dazed a character on top of one. For, first character activated and dazed somebody. Yay. Uh, who was it? It was Hawkeye went through the Defenders. He was playing Defenders. Hawkeye went through the Pentagram portal and just like roasted. Um, I want to say like Nebula or Crossbones or somebody. 
just full one shot at him. Well, shit, man, Modok can do that a lot better. <laughs> sure, like exactly, like you could do all kinds of stuff. Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch will nuke mm. the shit out of anything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he ha- you have to be range five to get consistent attacks or not. I don't know if range four cuts it because I, I I think he said he used Hawkeye. I can't remember. I didn't pay too much attention as soon as like, okay, well that's obviously a gotcha, whatever, who cares? Yeah, congrats. It's like you spent you spent one of the most important tax cards in the game and a model to daze like a three point character, like I'm sure Hawkeye yeah. survived. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh Parker. So uh other another theme is uh changing things to happen during a character's activation to make it more difficult to 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 pick exactly when strategically you wanted to do things. Uh, one of those was advanced R&D changed ex- exactly for having to activate during the donator's action. So now instead of happening any time, uh, you have to, at the in the turn where the character that has the five uh, up to five power and wants to donate to everybody else, it's during their turn. So they have to activate, they lose their power, it spreads everywhere else. Uh, Gamma Launch, which is Hulk's one now, also has to happen during his activation. And he actually has... Another theme added to this one, a restriction as well, which is he can no longer throw anybody with an objective. We'll get to more about objective stuff here in a second, but um, but we'll real fast. We'll just talk about during the activation stuff. So R and D now I happens am, during activation, and so does Gamma Launch. I am so happy that Advanced R and D finally got nerfed, <laughs> so that people can shut the fuck up about this stupid bad card. Oh man, now it's like completely different. Like it's a different card. I entirely. fucking hate this card. It's so not good. I don't. I watched several people play it over the weekend in St. Louis, uh-huh. and not one of them I thought gained any advantage by playing it. I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you just automatons that do what the internet says? Like, no, it's like, all right, I attack. Like, who was it? It was Daredevil, I think. Daredevil moved to the middle point. I did like four damage to him, and he's like, oh, oh advanced R and D spreads all of his power out, and I'm like, okay, so now Daredevil's worthless. Like, I don't understand what you're doing. Like, why? Like. Ugh, it was very annoying. Like, I get it. I get the scripted stuff where it's like, I need two power to pick up two objectives. I get that. But, like, a whole tactics card for that seems not worth it to me. Anyway, uh, I think uh, Gamma Launch is an, an unfortunate loss uh, so that Hulk can be good. Because Gamma Launch was very good. And so now that Hulk is going to see the table, I think this might be an overreaction. But uh, might be necessary. Yeah, it's a whole new world. Whole new world with a Hulk in it and all kinds of crazy shit. So, yeah, they did a bunch of stuff at once. Yeah, yeah. this there's a bunch of themes uh, in this uh, in these new uh, unforeseen changes. Is we knew that Hulk was going to get better, so oh shit, all this stuff behind Hulk. We knew this character was going to get better, so whoa, 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 whoa we got to go back and make this harder to do. Uh, Gamma launch definitely. Is something all right, like I need to uh, to do an intermission here real quick, guys. Uh, you should appreciate this. Uh, this is a new brand of pre-mixed drinks I've been trying. Uh-huh. These are uh-huh. very good. Have you have you tried these? I have not. I've, called, I've seen those on the shelf. It's just sh- called Mule. I've seen those on the yeah. shelf before. They were sampling it at one of my local, local liquor stores. So this is a London Mule. So it's made uh-huh. with gin. Uh, all the ones I have tried have been very good right out of the can. Normally when I get those pre-mixed uh, mixed drinks, they're always terrible. It's like, okay, so you basically put sour mix and poison in a bottle, and you're like, buy this, please. But these are actually very good. They have a lot of really good flavor. So, PSA done. You can continue. Today's episode brought to you by Premixed Mules. Mm -hmm. Okay, next. What's up? 
So next up, uh, speaking going on with a gamma launch, uh, uh, not being able to throw anybody with an objective, Rainbow Bridge is exactly the same, except now no longer can you teleport as guardians with uh, objectives. So you can't uh, teleport somebody with an objective now. Um, again, obviously, these guardians were already very good objective games, and they're very good at solitaire because they they didn't have to interact to, to gain enough power to do all the interactions with that you wanted with stuff in the game. So they wanted Rainbow Bridge to be less a punishing for I'm just going to bounce around and move around and no longer engage with you because I'm an Asgardian. I might be in the minority here, but I think Asgard is basically fallen off the map at this point. Uh, they the extra power thing in the solitaire games they used to play was was cool and cute and everything, but they they were really winning on the back of Enchantress and Valkyrie being really really strong. And now that they're not, and one of their best tactics cards has also been heavily nerfed, man, I don't I don't see them getting played like almost ever now. I already heart. I think we had one Asgard player in St. Louis, and that was Chuck. And Chuck just does what Chuck does, so it doesn't really matter. I was surprised in all the changes that we saw that we didn't see a, th- a Thor change. That was that was the one that yeah. Brandon and I talked about that a lot. Where was Thor here? Yeah, how did Ghost Rider get buffed and Thor didn't? Because Thor was way worse than Ghost Rider before. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, maybe there's a couple things coming down the pipe very soon. I, I, I don't know. I could see more Asgard releases coming, like Sif and or not. Yeah, Sif and like the Warriors Three or something to like give them some more options or like I, a Heimdall kit or something. I actually, I'm actually expecting a new Thor, like uh, Asgardian. Yeah, Adele. like a Ragnarok Thor Fat would be Thor. Yeah, cool. Or a uh, a Thor with Guardians four or Guardians three coming out. Right, I actually see a second Thor coming. Is what I probably is what I I anticipate a second Thor. Is what I think. Uh, do you think? And maybe we just don't put the stock in it that others do. I I kind of feel like as Guardians are just supposed to ride Angela to victory for some reason, and I just don't because she's yeah. really she's really like quite an anomaly when it comes to this game. Like she can do things now that. Nobody else can do. Like nobody can get on that middle objective, pick up two things. Spider Man. Nobody can't except do that. for like Peter. No, can't Peter pick can't up two do things. It. Peter can't pick up Why two. Not? Why not? He can only pick up one. Well, well not if out. you're playing your Lord and Savior Dormammu, you can. Your Lord and Savior. That's correct. That is correct. You're right. I it's apologize. A whole new world. Everyone gets two. Why would you play Advanced R&D? Everyone gets two power already. Yep. So, uh, but really, how is it that Asgard keeps getting kicked in the face and all they really have left is Super This Star This Angela? feels like about an overcorrection that was started six months ago and finally hit, but it, the meta self-corrected. Yeah. I feel like this is just an overdue nerf to Asgard, and they never bothered to check if it was still necessary. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't see it. Like I under now I definitely agree that place three tactics cards should not be able to move people with objectives just in general. Sure. But it costs three power and it's as guardian characters only. I don't know, man. That one was pretty niche. Yep. That's like saying Gamma Watch. Why doesn't Gamma Watch say you can't place people with objectives? Place five is way better, and Hulk will actually have power to do it. And he places other people that don't have to be like Hulk characters. Like that's way better of a card than than Rainbow Bridge. I don't understand. So you're, you're so you're saying you see them, you see the the objective restriction on Gamma Launch, but maybe not on Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, but Gamma Launch doesn't have it, right? No, Gamma they Launch now. No, yeah, they did. Gamma Launch could no longer. It? Yeah, Gamma Launch could no longer throw people with objectives. 
I totally missed that then. Hold on. That's that's why I said that they actually have followed two okay. themes. There's two themes. Yeah. Now only during his uh, uh it now only works during his activation and no objectives, which is the same as Rainbow Bridge. Okay. Not, if I, they if they did it to game a launch then then I understand. I'm not a huge fan of like this homogenization. Um because some of this stuff felt pretty special. Like you're like, well, Asgard can do it, but they need some, you know, like Oh, I, yeah, I agree that they needed it. Something there. But it also puts oh. you in a hole. Like, if all of your characters have access to these overpowered cards, then everyone has to be designed around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get the that, The problem too. is the characters... The, I think the characters were designed without Rainbow Bridge, but I think there was a decent amount of power creep slash better design of characters to where the Asgardians are a bit power crept at this point. And also, the nerfs didn't help. Although the only thing you could argue is Loki got a slight buff by not having to spend a, a character slot on the Mind Stone, mm-hmm. but other than that, they got they got pretty much bootied across the table. Well, they did get something with this last tactics thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> this is really something. Doom yeah. Prophecy did not get banned or restricted, but it did get restricted to just Asgardian. So now I'm Doom Prophecy the fuck is now just <laughs> Asgardian. What a weird. Now, this is one of those things. This okay. Uh, this is actually where I'm going to breach this, and you guys may talk about this and come back to this card. But, but uh, I really don't like this tactics card's errata because they made a band a restricted list. And so I want them to pick a fucking lane, either band <laughs> a restricted list or errata every card, because I really don't like the idea that I can't drop off my characters because drop off sounds like super fun. Like, could they rewrite drop off mm-hmm. to make it really hard to do? Well, no, we can't. It's just a bad idea in general. We could never do better with that. Cool, then ban it. You're like, can we make Doom Prophecy something that's never abusable? Well, no, we can't. Okay, well, then just ban it. Like, why are you Why are you going back? If you're willing to go back for some cards and not for others, why the fuck can you do that? Well, why can you do that? Like, why? I, I, understand, I understand your argument here, and I don't disagree with you. Um, I think it's more of a time restriction than anything. Drop off is not relevant at the time because it's been banned for so long, and we've had pseudo drop off effects with um, airlift from or was that what it's called airlift on Sam, and then we also have special delivery for She Hulk. So there's there's similar effects in the game, even though they're not quite the, exactly the same. Um, I I think the flavor yeah. of that card, I I would say the idea was we have to ban it, and they went to ban it, and someone said, doesn't that sound just like Ragnarok? This Doom yeah. prophecy thing. And well, it's got the, got a it's got the worst hammer they're, on the front of it. Oh, got my, they're like, Mjolnir. Yeah. oh shit. Let's just let Asgard do it. They can't do shit I anyway. Thought, <laughs> when it first came out, I thought it was Asgard only for like a week until I realized it was unrestricted. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't think Doom prophecy is even a good card. It, it's. It feels like I don't think Doom prophecy was abusive. Even like, which characters are we talking about? Abuse Doom prophecy, like without Carnage. can. Why? Just kill him. It's like he gets one big turn. And yeah, I, I agree. Carnage is definitely the worst. But it's like, you just kill him. Yeah. I mean, they have the... They have all their issues. Like, when you use it... Again, it's a bad feeling because some characters just nuke the stuff that you love right in front of you. And you see these, like, piles of mush left where you had models you painted. And, like, you just completely ate them. Uh, but whatever that one was not the worst of any of them that one actually had no. such a downside that like when you it's played it big downside, you could go yeah. okay good now i'm gonna kill that guy for doing that to me. but it's there you know that they have it so you know that it's only good if they have priority and it's only good 
for one activation, really. Beyond that, it's going to be nightmare fuel for them. It's going to be so hard to... It's basically all you've got, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's the fair version of all you've got, if we're being serious. Because it doesn't give you action economy. It gives you three to five extra attack dice. Which, on its own, for two act for two attacks, is not that scary. Yes. It's like, do the math. It's really not that terrifying. That's it's actually, like three extra damage. That's actually that. That's actually the problem with it, is that it was best used on, like, Nebula. Because mm. you would actually get to reroll the dice. It, they actually became more valuable. And then who gave a shit if Nebula died? Like, that's actually where yeah. it was best. It wasn't good on a five-point Thor. Like, that's a really bad idea. Because yeah. you're just giving your opponent... You're not yeah. getting anything out of it. You're not going to be able to mod your dice. You'll roll four extra dice, and they'll do maybe two extra damage. And then huzzah. the thing for Carnage is that he Ugh. has the he has the 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 murder rampage thing with with us paint the town red, where he can get to move and attack a third time if he right. kills somebody. There you go. The problem Carnage has is a power issue because he has to get the three power to play Doom Prophecy, and then you're just doing basic attacks, and so you have to have somebody there to actually get power off of. And then you can do paint the town red, but your opponent should kind of know it's coming because I mean it's pretty obvious that you're going to eventually do Doom Prophecy on Carnage. I would think like yeah, it's gonna be a negative play experience the first time you ever see it, but it's they're gonna get one amazing turn, but it's it's not like the end of the world. I would still argue that all you've got on Carnage is a much better play, sure. and obviously you got banned for that exact reason. Yeah, these tactics cards that basically remove models or just do like crazy things. Um, it seems like those are just not okay. They, they, they don't like that. Um, even though, look, it's like you gave them extra dice. Everybody with extra dice is way better. Like what, what yeah. do you think is going to happen? Like stop making those, but making them like that. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the extra dice cards are terrible though. Like plus two dice is garbage. Yeah. But they're all for like one attack. The ones that say mm. you get it until the end of your, until you're done murdering. Yeah, if they started doing cards that, like, cost four plus two attack dice for the rest of the round, yeah, that could be amazing. So oh, now... I would have played that on Winter Soldier, now that he's sure. changed. That would be so good. Or Punisher. Yeah, like, anybody who has consistent high rate of attack. Okay, f- uh, funny funny thing. It's bad, but a Rube Goldberg for you now that only uh, Asgard can play it. This is a funny card on Hela. <laughs> this is a funny card on Hela. Because she actually has four defense, four physical defense. And if you kill her, she might not actually die. But it's still, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you actually get it to happen. But I think what was actually, so I know Jeremy said we're about to ban it. I think they were about to unrestrict it because it's so not good compared to the other like restricted cards because it's the one time flash in the pan. And then like it's it's fairly easy to come back from as long as they don't win the game by playing it. You, you can, it, I think it's fairly easy to come back from because you're going to inflict just as much damage as they do generally. But then they were like, well, we can't unrestrict it. Now. We don't think it's worth re- like restricting. So they were just going to make it a one affiliation only. And then you don't have to worry about people like Carnage. You only have to worry about people that generally have very expensive uh, point costs and oh my God. not a lot of action. I just, I just realized now as Guardians, on top of all their, their bullshit, they have the only faction restricted and restricted team oh, yeah. Texas card. Jesus. Even if you want to play as Guardians, one of our Guardians cards, you've got to not take field dressing, med pack, patch up, or brace. That's so bad. Oh, as Guardians. Oh, yeah, it, it would be kind of cool if it was just okay. Now it's as Guardian and unrestricted. But that it, kind it of like makes me off. feel better. I, I would feel better about that. Yeah. At least it would be I, a fun card for them. 
I'm 100% when I saw this that Doom Prophecy is only as Guardian, I just assumed they took it off and I I did <laughs> not wrong. I just assumed I go, "Okay, so that's what they did. They did like a kind of a strange, not lateral move, it's more like a narrowing move." That's fine, I guess, cuz I don't want to play Doom Prophecy on any as Guardians except maybe Hella, but so okay, cool. And then and then that's what they did. Wow. Well, yep. Uh, Asgard's, you heard it here first. Asgardians are trash. Go play them if you want to play down or up or whatever you want to do. Go, go play handicap. Go play Asgardians. I guess. Jesus. I mean, from the from the Asgardian point of view, nothing really changed on that card. Yeah. Actually, no, it did because you can only play it on Asgardian specific characters. Yeah, you can't play it on somebody. In you can't your... even play it on allies. Yeah. But up up. All right. Um, never mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's. It's not good. Okay, so uh, moving on with other news. Uh, gems are gems. Nothing really changed about them. Um, they're still... What? Uh, the Infinity Gems, the only one, space and time are the only ones that got rewritten. All the others are the same. That's kind of a big deal. We already knew about them. We already talked about them when we did Black Order, right? Okay. The, I said we're going to gloss over the things that we've already talked about. All right. But uh, space and time are, are now one point, so they do... Uh, Slightly, uh, space is the same, but time is totally different. No longer you get two actions. Now you get to reroll, uh, very similar to yeah. uh, space uh, only costs average. one one list point, and then uh, yeah. time stone is on attacking. You get to reroll. You get to recal even skulls. Yeah. Um. So from that point, we can go on to the character updates. So the character updates that we knew are you know are still there, of course. Uh, Bullseye, Captain America. Captain Marvel, uh, Corvus, Ebony Maw, Enchantress, Gamora, Ghost Rider, Green Goblin, Groot, uh, Iron Man, Kingpin, Medusa, Modok, Rockets, Shuri, Star Lord, Ultron, Valkyrie. Those are the ones that we were really sure of and we saw no changes with, but there were some surprises. There were some things in there that we did not expect. Um, so the first one that we did not expect was Black Panther was on the list and his were pretty minor. The main thing was they gave a size restriction to his uh, strike push. So no longer can he just bop anybody backhand people off. It's now size three or less. Uh, also they modified his King of Wakanda affiliation just slightly just to better accommodate the new rules about when do you modify dice, but they didn't change it from anything that breaks anything, just made it more in line. Um, Anybody super upset that he now can't backhand the Hulk? No, no, it's definitely fair. Uh, we thought originally when um, this guy came out that it was kind of a nerf before a scenarios got really important, like good. We were like, oh, well, they're just trying to make it so you can't like mantle the Black Panther and then hit people twice because that would be way too much damage. And so now it's it's becoming more obvious. It has become more obvious over the years. That it's actually just a powerful scenario ability. So this is kind of bringing it back in line with other abilities like it. Uh, speaking of Wakandans, uh, Okoye also made the list. Um, she now uh, does not gain one power on her spear blast, so she can't just stand there. Unlike uh, Captain America, which now can stand there and throw a shield, she cannot just stand there and spear blast all game and continue protecting. She has to get closer in order to gain any power. Um, but that was the only change to Okoye. What do you guys think of that? Did didn't oh. she used to get to reroll an attack die? Correct. She can't reroll her. Attack yeah, they die. they got rid of her attack reroll as well. She can only reroll on defense now. When this character is def- oh, you're right. That is martial artist yeah. now only says defending. There you go. Mm. I missed that. No, no, no. General of, of uh, Dora Milaje is the name of the rule. 
you're reading martial artist which oh is you're right 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 sorry martial artist is always defensive yeah. it's general now is i am still correct though you are you correct are well done about me being correct but my so of spear blast has the same stats just doesn't gain one power so what's annoying about her now is well it's not annoying it's perfect like she mm -hmm. she now has to earn her power to be a bodyguard mm -hmm. so sh she can't just have it um, well, because bodyguarding inherently gives you a decent amount of power if you're not Steve Rogers and don't actually block everything. Yeah. And so she was getting power from that, and she's getting power from spear blasting people because she's a two point model that has one of the best range four gainers in the game and then also has dice mod. Like, it was just crazy. I would have been fine if they just completely got rid of her reroll entirely. Mm -hmm. I think she's still a little overtuned for a two pointer. I don't she know. Spot, she shouldn't have martial artist and a reroll and threes across the board for for two points. Like that's too much. Uh, I mean, she's only got four health though. Like as soon as she loses, she's two fight. points. Uh, she has eight health. I think she's. I think she's fine because Nebula Nebula doesn't have martial artist and she has a ne a bad defensive stat. Mm. I think she's less auto include. I mean, I think that's the whole point. Sure, they're definitely moving in the correct direction. It feels like on all of the Wakandans that got changed, it was very light-handed. She's still just as hard to deal with as a three-point model, and sometimes a fucking four-point model. Like, yeah. the rerolls and stuff are just stupid. Yeah, against Her being power-starved allows you to actually ignore her, but right. yeah, I think it, she's still going to be very good. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of power, uh, they're so scared of the Hulk being too good now. Uh, mm. We actually had a change between the last spoiler of the Hulk and this document coming out uh the hulk stayed almost exactly the same except now hulk not puny banner uh when, when this while this character is defending against a physical or a energy attack during the modified dice step he can reroll any number of defense dice including skulls now costs four instead of three so they in between then and now they're like oh this can't be this can't be only three powers gotta be four yeah Steve Rogers, with his reduction in powers, um, allowing him to do it for two every turn meant that he was going to do it to you at least for one attack every turn. And I, I could see that being a little bit obnoxious. I mean, he's already pretty fucking hard to kill with his stats. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I mean, this the Hulk not puny banner was already fucking gravy on top. Yeah, like, I'm completely fine with it. Yeah, I haven't gotten him on the table yet. I'm very excited to. Yeah. I think he's still. I don't think that's going to be the reason why you take or don't take him. I think you're the, the gravy solution. But yeah. now the opposite of gravy, fucking meat and potatoes, is the change to Winter Soldier. Ho oh, damn! Uh, they did. Our listener or good friend listener Jake uh, brought this up as well. Right. So uh, we. Uh, I got really excited about this boy. His assault rifle, which is range five and four dice, by the way, has bleed on a wild. He does gain power equal to the damage dealt. They just gave this son of a bitch rapid fire on a hit. Rapid fire on a hit on a range five. Rapid fire hit on a range five. Um, they also totally nerf his ability got your back. Oh, my God. It's so bad now. They made it one <laughs> extra power. So now if, if, if the character's days are KO'd by an enemy effect, he can't just immediately do an assault rifle attack. He's got to have three power. Oh, man. So totally nerfed character. Don't play him, guys. Don't worry if I'm playing him. I'm playing him for the lulls. I'm playing him for the memes. Nobody, nobody play this character. He's not. I'm very excited. He's not a range five rapid fire turret or anything anymore. Like he's he's bad. Yeah, I think he's going to start seeing play. Oh, man. All he needed was the ability to contribute a little bit 
in a range five back point holder for three points that has rogue agent. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, I wait, hold on. Oh, and then Spets. Okay, Spetsnaz is not actually a reroll. It's only within range one. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's he's got a place for himself <laughs> as long as somebody's nearby. He's got range five attack. Like man, oh man. He, he actually might be able to turn the tables on somebody that gets close. Oh because yeah. Because Hydra Tactics lets him place in close if he's got a friend nearby. Mm-hmm. Uh, his Red Fury is only four power. And then he gets the uh, reroll die when attacking a character within one. So it's a pseudo eight dice attack. And then you get to push them away automatically and shoot them. Yeah, he's a uh, he's not nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. uh that's worth putting some thought into. I, I actually really like this guy because I love Winter Soldier. The, the MCU Winter Soldier, the MCU from the comics has always been kind of a, a wishy-washy character. They've had a hard time describing like who Bucky Barnes is. But I love what they did with the MCU version of him. I feel like this is this is the MCU version. This is the one with the mask who goes after Nick Fury, and everybody's like, "We can't stop this motherfucker. He's the goddamn Terminator." Like this is this is what I wanted to see out of a Winter Soldier. I wanted him to feel this badass. I am really. I've been badass. thinking about like green stuff in the mask online. Yeah. Um, I am super excited for this Winter Soldier. I I am so. So, so long time listener Jake uh, was nervous about it. He's like, I don't care. Long time listener. Long time listener Jake. Uh, long time <laughs> listener. Fantastic person, Jake. Um, shout out. He um, he said, you know, he's like, I don't get it. And if anyone's ever played X-Wing before, if you're used to, uh, you know, these kind of games where you're playing D8s, he is uh, the best combination you could possibly think of. The longest range, 360 degrees around him, shooting twice. It means he's going to be interacting with the game so much more often he's going his actions will be shooting so much more often than another character um this is actually the other reason this is the reason why i think cable is actually a really strong character um guess what i just realized what he can potentially attack six times in a round yeah he could red fury twice and get four assault rifle attacks as combo attacks yes um, I'm in, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking sold. Yeah. I'm playing Cabal, and I'm just doing Winter yes. Soldier and Zemo, and they're gonna fucking kill everybody. Oh yes, like Winter Soldier and Cabal is a monster because he's getting power every time he's shooting if he does damage. But yeah. uh, but this is the reason why I think like when you read Cable's card, you're like, how could he be that good? It's because on the very first turn, Cable shoots twice, and every turn after that, Cable shoots twice. Like he's always shooting. He's spending he's spending twelve actions of his game is shooting his gun. And that's something that's actually what Winter Soldier can do, too. If you actually left somebody close enough for him for a Red Fury, I'm sorry, Hydra Tactics, so you have to have two power. But if he's got his Lord and Saber Dormammu next to him, like he could just you could probably just use Red Skull to place him on the first turn. Right. If you wanted to, I guess the point is you can get him like to a spot on turn one. Maybe he maybe he moves once the game. And then he's just shooting for the rest of the game. And that's amazing. I think he's... You can actually play like pure Hydra now because you do Red Skull, Zemo, Winter Soldier, Bob, um, Bob, and then Crossbones even. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, there's a decent little selection of pure Hydra people. Sin. Sin is is also. Sin as well, yeah. So, like, it's... I think it's... um, Oh, you just... Did you say Viper? Viper is also Hydra. Get you some Viper. (laughs) Nope. She's not. (laughs) Jeremy, you look so puzzled. Are you staring at Winter Soldier wondering if he could be good? Because I'm pretty sure... Oh, I know he he's is. already good. I'm just seeing what points that you're hitting. Um, I'm thinking of him in Spider-Foes. I'm thinking of him in X-Force. 
Yes. Um, I, there's just a lot of great uh, things. X Force would be solid because he gets the reroll, so it's easier to trigger rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah think... I, he's good. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of rapid fire before rapid fire is even any good. Like on characters that are mm. shit, they have rapid mm. fire. I love it. Like, yeah, yeah Jeremy's dice, other trying dice, to play Mystique, dice. like some kind of idiot. Rolling dice, rolling dice, more dice, roll some dice. And then well, sometimes is, they don't do anything. But it is okay. like it is the that it is the twin laser turret, right? The NX wing. There was a twin laser turret that that was just kind of ruling the meta for a long time. It's because people found out that you, as long as you continue to roll dice, it doesn't really matter if you're only doing. And the thing is, twin laser turret. It was really, really good in X wing. And it only did one damage max. Like it didn't yeah. matter if you rolled three hits. It had the Shuri rule where it capped out at one damage. Right. And so and but it was still super good. People were like, God, yeah. things are so annoying. It's because they were maximum range 360 degrees. And in this game, everybody's 360 degrees. This character is maximum range, and he can do more than one damage. So it it I don't think it matters that he doesn't always roll a hit or he or that your opponent sometimes blocks three and he only did three. I think what matters is that you're gonna make them roll every single turn multiple times it's it's gonna be good yeah all right what's next so um next on the docket is some rules update stuff we a lot of it's what we knew so we're gonna go over this really fast um priority chooses which deck they randomly pick from and then the player without priority picks the point total at the start of the game uh, we knew that was happening making an attack has clarified modifying die step now so now we, it's what we always thought it should be um where you do crits then you roll um infinity gems are glued to characters and roster but don't take up a slot anymore so you basically pair them together marry them in your roster uh you can now have two members of your roster with the same alter ego but you can't play the same alter ego in one game uh 10 wait does it specifically say two or did you just add that is uh, it no, any no, number or says, is it two it says any number it says any number okay <laughs> i was so like is it actually restricted uh, to two <laughs> We don't know. So if we get more Tony Starks and more Peter Parkers, then you will be fine. Okay. Um, All right. I was freaking out. Oh, by the way, and it specifically said Alter Ego, so that you can still do Captain America and Captain America. They're different yeah, Alter Egos. Yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, another one that I do not know if we knew or not, but it's one that's pointed out to me actually uh, through our Discord channel. Uh, terrain can no longer be destroyed by the same size terrain being thrown into it. Uh, I guess that was an old... Yeah, that was... But now that was a weird thing because characters thrown in terrain only broke if the train was smaller than themselves, uh-huh. but train broke equal size. Right. And so it was kind of a, it was kind of abnormal. But the way I explained people is basically terrain was more dense than a person. And so throwing a dumpster into a dumpster would break both dumpsters. It didn't really, it was if you ever played battle toads, it made sense. But if you're playing MCP, it's probably not very logical. Battle toads. <laughs> Right. I like to use as many Battletoads references as possible. I can tell you one thing about my childhood was every <laughs> time we turned on Battletoads, we, we swore a truce that we would not hit each other. And three minutes later, we were literally trying to strangle each other with controller cords. Like, <laughs> we never made it, like, anywhere in that game. It was like, all right. It's like you would actually knock down one of the walkers, pick up the poles, and accidentally tag somebody. It just immediately turned into celebrity deathmatch. Like, it was like, we will never leave this scene <laughs> until one of us is dead. It was like, just stop hitting me. Okay. So it is a, a tiny bit of a, a that's, that's a tiny Magneto nerf. Um, everyone needs to. Now you can play against yeah. Magneto. It's no big deal. He is harmless. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Magneto's basically trash now. I mean, <laughs> the fact that he can't just destroy all the other terrain for free, or at least he has to try to do it. Like, he has to spend four power to destroy a size four and a size three piece of terrain. Yeah. 
that's trash, man. Like, what? Why are you even trying? Also, Doom Prophecies and Asgardians now. Like, he, yeah, he, he can't even play Doom Prophecy. He can't play Doom Prophecy or oh all God. you've got. <laughs> he cannot. He also cannot be placed by Rainbow Bridge while holding an objective anymore. Yeah, it's, that's it's yeah, just what, trash. What good is he? What you should do is just take all of your models not named Winter Soldier and put them in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> just, just yeah. fucking go to puree. Like it's not worth it, guys. So uh, I have a I have a question that's not part of news, but I'm really curious what you guys uh, if you guys have an answer. But that was all the news. I have a question when you get when we're when we're in a different topic area because okay. I'm curious. But that was the news. We saw it all, right, all. There's one more. There's one more thing that was added in the rules. Did you get to that, or are we getting to oh, that later? No, no. I mean, no, no, we're I, in the I, rules I, section, so go because uh, Parker if, missed it. If I missed okay. one, sure. Um, they have defined. Is this what you're getting at? They they have defined what an activated character when they're activated. Oh and, thank God! I yeah, it's that. defined. Where, where show me the word? Yeah, uh, I don't have it in front of me. I'm sorry. All but, right, I'm gonna pull it up. Yeah, uh, is it like that's a big ass deal? It is a big it's, deal. We've we've had this happen more than once. Yeah, this has come up in, in events, and it's never it's never agreed upon. It's and essentially, to to just sum it up, it is. Yeah. Once you um, play the activated, you can't play any more tactics cards. Bullshit. Yeah, once it's okay, activated, so, you're done. So the end of the character's activation is synonymous with the end of your turn. Correct. They both ended exactly the same time. That's my understanding of it. That, that's what I, I got out of it. Well, I guess I kind of got away with one then, or at least at the time that was the way it was ruled. But yeah, I don't think it was clear. They didn't have it. Wasn't it clear. was very unclear, and in fact, they had actively said other things in the past and then not stuck to it. So it's good that it's 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 a thing now, so we know for sure. I'm looking at activating a character now. See if I can find it. Okay. After a character has made all of its actions, it may use any of its superpowers and act interact abilities or other special rules as it wishes. Then yeah. its activation ends. Place an activated token on its stack card. A character with an activated token. On it can't be chosen to activate again. That's not very clear. Yeah, that's not very clear. Doesn't say anything about specifically tactics cards. A player can end their turn without activating a character. Um, if they have few... Okay, so it's just explaining passing. I would like to know where this is. Okay. Nope, that's not it. Nope. Uh, where did they explain this? Uh, it's not in the rule book. Was it like a forum ruling that you're referencing? Or is it um, supposed to be like in the book? Was right. it not? Is it not part of your? It's not in the rule book. Yeah, this is. I, I did. I, I did search activated. Indication. I, I didn't. I didn't yeah. miss something. <laughs> it would not surprise me if it was just on the rules forum. It was. I don't know up. where. You, I don't know where you got your information other than Ominous's podcast. No, it wasn't that one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we'll keep going, Jeremy. Go ahead and keep looking for that. Yeah. Um. Okay, uh, so Parker, is there anything you were surprised wasn't changed? That was actually my very first question. I know, that's why I scooped you. It's yeah. Scoops Week. Thank you. Uh, so, I was, you know, uh, I actually seconded uh, Jeremy's thing. My big one is, what, no Thor? No Thor! Um, so first of all, I, I was really surprised that there were two, there were more characters than we were already spoiled, because we I just assumed the spoiled characters were the characters. So, as soon as I saw you know, Black Panther at the top of that list. I was like, oh, who's going to get theirs? Who's yeah, going to get some? You scroll down and we're very disappointed. Yeah, who's going to get some? 
Like I was expecting maybe maybe Miles gets something. I don't know what it would be. Like maybe it's maybe it's uh, uh Wait, you thought Miles was going to get nerfed? Maybe something about his stealing is what I thought cuz no, all, all the stealing's no, getting no. like normalized. Maybe. No, cuz his stealing costs an action already. It's an attack. True. Um, the thing I am I'm upset that Black Cat didn't get changed. Well, Black Cat I understand that she's too recent to be yeah. a balance update. I just knew but it. you cannot tell me that you're gonna go nerf Enchantress and not touch Black Cat. That's absolutely well, ridiculous. I think we can expect it. I, it'd be really unexpected if it doesn't happen, which we are, they've already shown they will are willing to do the unexpected. But I think that But that it, based on the current trend we're on, that means we're gonna play for like six months to a year yeah. with Black Cat the way she is. Right. So I think And that's what I'm very not excited about. Well, uh okay, I'll I'll tell you. The first one was the, the okay, to answer your first question, the first one was Thor. Uh, I expected Thor. The second one was Hela. I uh, Hela is just such in a in a black hole. I expected something to happen to her. Uh, in very much the same way that Ghost Rider got like buffed, so shouldn't Thor? I was like, well, Ultron got buffed, but shouldn't Hela? Like Hela, I felt like is in such a, a bad place right now in in the meta. I I don't see her showing up at all, uh, ever. And she also in a now. side note, every interaction for Hela on the forums has been ruled basically against her. Like right. every time someone finds a loophole, it's like, Oh, can Hella use her ability on this? They're like, no, yeah. she cannot. She is killed. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, so it's like literally everything in the game, like completely negates her ability. Right. So I was she, really, yeah. So I was, really I understand a non leader character, not getting buffed because you can't worry about every miss down low on a non leader character, but leader characters need to be kept at least I think reasonable, which is why I was okay with cap getting changed. Mm -hmm. Cap didn't need anything like cap worked in the game. Like he did his job. He had a good leadership ability, but then like going over to Thor, Thor isn't terrible. I was hoping he would get a little bit of a polish, but he, he feels very behind the times for me, but I understand that he didn't, but so I kind of, that was a hopeful. Uh, And then let's see who else I was, sure black cat was gonna get nerfed what i was sure no i was sure how how is it okay that she exists in the game she just knew they 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 just said they weren't going to go into. so but you agree that she shouldn't exist in her current form absolutely not she should absolutely be different she would she should be okay she she should be exactly the same as hella there should be an homogenization they've 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 shown time after time they're wanting to do homogenization and i think that change that they made to hella is elegant and it'll work perfectly for black cat i think it will I think absolutely she'll get her comeuppance. And I think she will just be until the time in which she's they're willing to, to pull the trigger on her or whenever they can for production or whatever it is the hell they're doing. Like they're they're gonna do it. And I actually since they've already set a precedence and they're not gonna wait for production to go ahead and make the uh, uh character changes live, I would be shocked if Black Cat doesn't happen sooner rather than later. Um But absolutely she's gonna get changed. No, she is one hundred percent Okay, so Enchantress came out in CP28. Black Cat is CP37. So nine box sets later. That's a lot. That's a lot of time. That's not that many. Uh, uh, I think it's a lot of time. That was also post-COVID, so it was was longer than nine months. I I can understand the logic, but literally all they had to do was add the keyword action to the ability. That's all they had to do. Yeah, but I'm saying, but but, but they, they're clearly not going to do all the models in the game right now, and anytime they see, like for example, they they 
obviously saw that new Captain America, Captain Sam, should have the ability to get a power on his shield throw. So they went back and gave it to Captain America because Captain America was in the initial set. They were going to start there. And I think Enchantress was part of that initial set. So we can expect the same thing to happen to Black Cat when they get around to it. This is just an unfortunate example where uh, the new Captain America helped the old Captain America benefit. In this case, we've got an older model not being able to bring another model in line until it gets there. Um, I think your question was who should have been changed. I don't think I, I wasn't even putting Black Cat on the list. I was thinking only Black, you know, Battle Box, and right after. And I thought if they're going to fix Gamora and they're going to fix Ultron, then they should absolutely fix Hela because I feel like she's in exactly the same range of, of points and like uh, status style. I, I really dislike that Hela wasn't modified at all. Um, Enchantress is well outside of the first 50 and so it it upsets me that they went outside the first 50 to get Enchantress but then Dutch Black Cat she is? yeah she's in box set 28 the first box set had 10 models in it oh so 20 she's in like the she's like model 65 or 70 I want to say with Angela right? yeah no they were I mean they're later they're not super recent but they're well after a large chunk of the models in the game not to mention, like, they came out super late for when they were supposed to come out. Yeah, but you're also talking, they, they did some retouches, and then you're talking about some nerfs. Like, they're two different things, right? Enchantress was 100% a nerf, correct? Yes. So they should have nerfed Black Cat in the exact same way. I don't think so. I think they're going to go the opposite way. I think you're going to see more models. Her? No. I think okay. you're going to see, you're going to see more models that just steal shit. I think that's a part of the game. They they literally just went in and made Enchantress so she couldn't do that. No, but she can't do everything. Like, she still can steal. She's just not the best at it. Where Black Cat is the best at it. Different versions of stealing things is okay. But they made it cost an action. There's So yeah. the only character in the game that steals something without an action is Black Cat. Okay. The three-point model. Long mover. The long mover that can place herself and has stealth. That's yeah. my only... I don't care if she's good. I'm saying that the ability to double move long and steal an objective should not exist. There's zero interaction. She just does it. Yeah. Well, someone's always got to be the best, right? I don't know. Well, when you're nerfing four-point models' ability to do it, then I don't think it's okay for faster three-point models to do it. That's my point. There's no logical reason that Black Cat should have that ability without it costing an action. But, I mean, well, I think you're talking two different things. Very, I mean... Enchantress can saying, do so much different shit. Sure. I'm not saying... I, I don't... I If you want to balance the other stuff on Enchantress's card, I'm fine with that. I'm saying the most important part of this game, which is scenario play, mm-hmm. you have a new model that has just come out that is clearly not in line with other models in the game on their ability to interact with scenarios, and I want that brought in line. That's what I'm saying. If yeah. you want to give her something else for taking away the ability to double move and do that... That's fine. I'm not going to argue that Black Hat is, is not balanced like in any particular way. I think she is overpowered, but the problem is that mechanic needs to not exist. Zero, like No long-term investment. Three power, and she just takes an objective. There's nothing you can do about it. She can cross like three quarters of the table and do it. Yeah. Or what's worse, she can she can uh, like place two if she has five power, she places two. She has a bunch of power, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, if she has five power, she places two, takes it from you, and then moves long twice. Then, then the game yeah. is over. Like, that objective is gone. For the rest of the game, that objective is gone. Quicksilver can do it if he spends a tactics card and five power, or four power. And has to, and has so to hit. But, and has to do damage. 
it has to do damage. So there's dice involved. Yes. Right. You could also just bodyguard it. Like there's a lot of stuff you could do. Uh, But yeah, it's, I think it's definitely, oh, and hold on a second. Let me check this. Can you mission objective that? I don't think you can, because it doesn't say you drop it. She just takes it. I'm pretty sure you can't. So it ignores the only ability in the game to prevent it. Place one asset or civilian token held by this character on an allied character within uh, React while an active character is holding asset or civilian and would drop it. And then Black Cat says, choose a character in range one, move one asset token. Yeah, so you can't even mission objective it. There's zero interaction in the entire game for this ability. As where Miles, you can play mission objective on his attack. Or bodyguard it. Or whatever. Or bodyguard it. It's an attack, so it follows normal restrictions on attacks. Yeah. yeah. There's there's actual counterplay, and it costs an action. And a power. It costs a power, too. It costs a lot of power. And so Miles can come from almost as far away. Not quite, He's still slower than Black Cat by a noticeable clip. But he's at semi-comparable speed, because he goes place three, move medium, attack range two, and he forces you to drop it. But that's costing two power to place, three power to Venom Blast. And then another power to pick it up if you want to not just look like an idiot at the end of the activation. Uh, so all of that, and there's counterplay for it. And yeah, so I, I think Black Hat need, needed to get changed. I, and it I would cost them yeah. almost nothing to just type action colon in the text box somewhere and print the card. And I don't think anyone could ever argue that's not fair. We're not do, talking about Shuri where it's just a balance issue. Well, I, I do see... Um, black cat in like every list now it's kind of a thing so she she's kind of like the new okoye like you just it's just in your list it's just so solid like there's no reason not But it's not she's the only thing in the game that does this now because they've nerfed all the other ones Mm -hmm. so she's now the only thing that does it that aggressively and it costs you nothing to put her in your list she probably is in your affiliation too yeah she's also in three accidentally (laughs) she's in a bunch Yeah, yeah she's in three affiliations Anyway, so that's my rant. She definitely needed to get hit. I understand she's very new for the people that were getting adjusted, but this is obvious stuff. The fact that they went out of their way to nerf Enchantress is is another one of those just like, just like, hmm, as Guardians, it looks like you're down pretty low there. I wonder what that dirt tastes like, though. Could you really get yeah. down to that dirt? I'm gonna. Push what if I just push hard. your head down further? Can you taste the groundwater? Like, yeah, can you taste? And I get it. I'm not saying Enchantress shouldn't have been hit. She was way overtuned. And definitely yeah. need to be adjusted. I'm fine with that. I I think all of the nerfs we got were very justified. I'm more upset with the the obvious outliers that didn't get changed. Uh, I thought it, I didn't think there was any way Black could be on there because of how new she was. But the fact that you pointed out that Enchantress was also beyond their original statement made me <laughs> made me take pause and go. Yeah. Huh. And some stuff came out of order, like the um, Miles and Gwen were way later than her their CP number suggested, but still. Uh, so do you agree? Hella should be on this. Like, should have gotten a tweak, or is she Hella just should have gotten buffed. But the that's just like a that's a look at the amount of work they're doing. I understand why she didn't because of all the things on your list. What's the least important? Probably buffing Hella. Like she's a model that semi resurrects herself, so you have to be really careful with that. So you have to actually play test it a lot. And they're worried about doing this new rules update. They've got all this other new stuff coming out. And then they're dealing with multiple other Star Wars games that just got put on their plate. I understand why they didn't get to it. So I'm not worried about it. There's other bad models in the game, too, that didn't get adjusted. Well, that was your question. Then what, Jeremy, what's yours? What is yours that you... Uh, what Is you there something you thought should have gotten touched or you wish had gotten touched that didn't? 
Uh, I think I've already said it. Uh, Thor to me. Thor's my number one. Okay. Um, so we I, all wanted Thor to get a buff. Yeah. But uh, Thor should have got a buff. Or, I mean, even talking about Hela, they could have fixed this in several ways. They could have gave Hela a fucking leadership. Like, why not? She's she's like king shit <laughs> in, in Ragnarok. Just let her yeah. let her go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their plan is for Asgard, so it's hard to say what they should have done. What I um, what I don't get is you know you say like they don't have time to like playtest things, but they they found time to to buff Winter Soldier, like they found time like who was crying for Winter Soldier? Yeah, but, I don't disagree with that point. Like they found they found time, uh, but Winter Soldier's like active in the MCU. Like Hella died in the MCU, so I guess like like yeah. but think about it, if you're like like if you pulled a hundred people off the street. And it was like, do you care more about Hela's character or Winter Soldier? Like, 98 of them are going to say Winter Soldier. And so it's a popularity contest there. And Hela is a much cooler, interesting character, I think, than Bucky. But Bucky is so much more mainstream. So our two our two big misses, Black Black. I, I have I have two that I disagree with. You guys, I'm fine with Thor. I don't disagree with you guys, but that's not one I'm picking. Gotcha. Black Cat and Shuri. Shuri is big. It's Black Cat number one for me, Shuri number two, just barely. And then way down, way lower is like maybe Thor. <laughs> like <laughs> those two are so fucking huge to me. Yeah. Like Shuri should have been completely reworked in the attack department. Like if they wanted to leave her attack like that, like it needs to push on a wild or it needs to only push size two or it needs to only push on damage. It cannot be a fucking range five, six dice energy always push up to size three. It's so fucking crazy. Like the the fucking faction known for board control doesn't have anything as powerful as that. It's so stupid. Not to mention she also has one of the best dice mod abilities in the game as a support model. It's very stupid that she exists. And Black Cat is just like ridiculous that they... It's the old, now, like I said, the only ability in the game... That is like it. Like, nothing compares. Like, Quicksilver is good, but you have to take a tactics card for him to do scenario stuff. And, and if Black to, Cat was a once-per-game... And, once and you have to roll dice. Right. Now, the good part is you don't have to play the card before you roll the dice, so it's repetitive until it happens. But if Black Cat had a tactics card to do burglary, fine. I do not care. Like, that's... At least we've restricted it to once-per-game. But lately, it seems like every game I play, my opponent has a Black Cat on the table... And I look down, I'm like, yep, there's literally nothing I can do. We're playing Alien Ship, and it's your objective. I will never get to interact with it. It's like, what are you supposed to do? It's like, well, last activation, my guy, the guy moves across the board, steals the objective from me, and then moves away. And I'm like, okay, so my turn. Walk up, roll one attack against her through stealth. Don't kill her, and you'll never see her again. It's dumb. So I was going through the CPs here of any other characters. I'll, I'll put another one, another Battle Box character that I don't... And he's actually part of a faction that also got buffed, so it kind of breaks from it. As I'm really surprised they didn't give something to, to Doc Ock, unless they just want Doc Ock to be exactly where he is, just kind of bland and, and miserable. But I was actually... Yeah, also, he's coming funny. out... He's going to be a main character in the next Spider-Man movie. I, I We were talking about like visibility. I'm really surprised they didn't touch him. They're, they're making a brand new box set featuring him and Spider-Man like duking it out. 
uh, it surprised me that they like just to be the, the reason why I thought of it is when you said like popularity contest and visibility, I was like, man, there is not a character in this game or really in the MCU from the battle box that's not about to get more attention than Doc Ock, and he got no love in this. I wonder why. Like, yeah. what happened there? Well, I mean, have you? When was the last time you played Doc Ock? I I've tried to play him in uh, Spider Foes. I think some people might try to play him just to play that tactics card, but I don't think it's good enough. He's not good enough. See, I to, I think yeah. the opposite. I, I feel like Valkyrie came out and all of a sudden he he disappeared because for re- for reasons. I mean, they just do two different things, but I think he's legit in a lot of ways. Like he does so much. He, he's really cool. So you're saying you've been playing him and you think he's actually not bad? I think he's not bad. I mean, his stats are fine. He's three points. I mean, what do we? Yeah. Nobody, not everyone can be old timey Valkyrie, man. Right. The So the issue I think a lot of people have with him is that he's very dice inconsistent because yeah. he doesn't really have mods and he his dice are swingy as hell because he's got flurry of arms which is wilds count as two on his strike and then he's got pierce on his ranged attack so i don't know it's just it's just all over the place like did you hit get four hits in a pierce and because then you're killing somebody and it's like or did you hit three wilds on your strike well you're killing somebody it's like and anything else he's like do one and it's like it's just weird. Well, I'm excited. His range, his range three throw is really, really good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm excited to play more spider foes, and I might put them on the table some more and see how much I can do with them. But every time I put him down, I put him down with Cabal, and I felt like he was he could do something. But um, with I, I don't know. I, I the only reason I'm saying this is they buffed Ghost Rider because I think another popularity contest, right? Like yeah, I think that was a like he got random hate from somebody they yeah listened to a lot. Right. I don't know. And then, like, he got buffed. I'm like, I do not understand. Yeah, he, he was perfectly fine, but he is a fan favorite. People love Ghost Rider. So they, they felt like he was undertuned somehow, and so now they're putting him in. Where were they? I mean, they just made a new fucking Dr. Octopus model. Like, they they know he's he's going to be a main character, and he's a frenemy in the new Spider-Man movie. Like, how do they, like, I don't know. I feel like that that's a total whiff total miss i could like you said about hella she's such as like a side corner pocket of this game maybe you could play the rest of this you can i could play this whole game for years and somebody goes did you know hella was a character We're like hella really like i could probably do that but dr yeah. octopus like like he's the main fucking part of the I, don't know. I feel like a lot of the reason he doesn't see a table too much is because his model's so bad like his model's really dumb and he's getting a new one that's why i wonder why he doesn't have no but i think i think honestly once you see the new model come out people will be so excited to get him on the table just to look at the model <laughs> and then he might he might catch on especially uh, now that a lot of the other three pointers have been kind of been brought into line i i don't know why you guys aren't just saying yeah doc ock i think it's weird that you're just not sure i i would like to but, see doc ock be good okay. i don't but i'm kind of waiting out for like doc ock 2 basically He's got fancy like, card coming in his new set too. They want people to use his fancy card. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, you mean like the foil card? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. How many of those did you buy, Brandon? By the way, how many of those get to the store? Uh, I think I only ordered four because nobody said they wanted one in the chat. I probably should have. Oh, well, I'll probably buy one because I really like that new Doc Ock model. The new Spider Man's good too. Yep. I um, mind painting that one black. You know, have a different version of amazing. That's what that, a lot of people fine. are doing. Be cool. Um, so yeah, that was my that was my hot take. I wondered why Doc Ock. Uh, speaking of popularity, but I was looking at the rest of them. I don't see any of them. Um, I wonder if Thor suffered from the same thing as like Black Bolt. Is they look at him and they go, "What do we even do with you other than just straight up buff you like we did Ghost Rider? Like, what do we do to make you um, 
better. And I, I guess they just couldn't figure it out. Like, I wonder if that's what it was. Like, they just stared at him like, I don't know. So the, I don't know how to make you more Thor. I don't know how to make you more Black Bolt. So I guess we'll just keep you as it is. 50% yeah. of the time, Thor straight up blows up the world. Like, he's the best model in the whole world 50% of the time. Yeah, when you walk in and roll five hits every time, he's amazing. Yeah. Oh, well, just wilds. If you get those throws, if, if his throws You get the wilds, he's scary, yeah. Oh, my God. It's really just power. If he can get power, he can do almost anything. But he's so power hungry. Even though he generates two, it's the Phoenix problem. It's like, yeah, he gets more than normal, but he requires more than normal, so it doesn't matter. It's like everything he has costs three, so he's fucking stuck. Ugh, man. I just feel like I feel like if you're not putting Ghost Rider on the table now, if you have a five-point slot, you better have a really yeah. fucking good reason yeah. <laughs> not to put Ghost Rider on the table. Yeah, and it so can't angry. be to play the worst <laughs> tactics card that's restricted and fi- affiliation only. Yeah. It's just like that's that's every time I look at Ghost Rider. I, I liked Ghost Rider now. He was in he was in eighty percent of my list before. Yeah, I can confirm it's literally eighty percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh he was in almost He's like, let's list. see, I got Steve Rogers, I got Iron Man, and I got Ghost Rider. And you're like, What? <laughs> yeah. It's like I, don't judge me. I put him everywhere. And now hmm. now, I mean, Jesus. I won't be okay. cool. I won't be cool anymore. Everybody's I think cool. I think we're ready to move into the next segment. Go for it. Currently playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously you guys haven't played any games with the new rules because you're both lame, but uh, I have. For you, what did you what, think? What's your hot take? Um, Ghost Rider is good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I've been playing Dormammu in my silly list that I call Life Everlasting. Uh, and so it's Dormammu, uh, Ultron, Ghost Rider, and Lockjaw. And then you play all three resurrection cards. And basically your whole list lives till turn six. And that's how you win. It's Just pretty funny. It it's surprisingly good, but also terrible. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's hard to explain. Because your list doesn't really do anything other than never die. And so you, it's kind of like the Asgard situation. It's like, well, I'm just going to stand here. What are you going to do? And they're like, then they try and do something, and you find a way to fuck them. <laughs> like, all right, well, you've moved here, so now I'm going to advance Ghost Rider, play Highway to Hell, advance back, place you in the middle of my army, and then Ultron and Dormammu are just going to fucking kill your ass. It's weird. And so, yeah, I played against Criminals, which I think is the worst possible matchup for me, because I was outnumbered 6-4. to four. Ew. And Yeah, in Criminals, so it's like 12-4. to four. Right. It was fucking terrible. But at the end of the game, he had three models still alive, and two of them were dazed. So, like, I just eventually got through it, and I won 16-14. Hmm. We played... Um, Terrigen clouds and alien ship. It was the worst. Uh, by the way, getting forcibly turning over Terrigen clouds into criminals is the fucking worst. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. I immediately hated the random mission selection. It immediately started negatively affecting my games. Um, I don't think I'll ever come off that rock. I'm going to die on that rock. Yeah, you really... I feel like this podcast could be called Infamous change missions. In, infamous parentheses. Brandon hates random, random missions are terrible. Yeah. Crisis protocol crisis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I imagine myself uh, honestly just putting in all the all the crises that I just find to be fun. Like that mm-hmm. way, I'm not pissed off at myself for fucking myself. Like I, I think that that is an interesting idea. I just don't know. I, I, you're just going to get fucked, though. Like, there's going to be games where like you're just like in a really low odds scenario, and I would find that so frustrating. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, let's play herbs, and then your opponent has like 
I don't know, uh, lock fucking jaw. Lockjaw. And you're like, oh. <laughs> that's all it takes. Yeah, it's like, oh, you have Black Cat and Lockjaw. Because, like, that's not even that surprising right now. And you're like, okay, so Black Cat picks up the herb, places, moves long with stealth. Dog activates, places her on her own objective. She scores four points. And you're like, huh. Well, I guess we're done. Like, it's turn two and we're done. <laughs> like, this is stupid. And that's the sad part is, for those reasons, you, you just should never actually put that in your mix. Like, that one is such a swingy one that, like, 80% of the time doesn't matter. Right, but then, then what bad. fun ones are you playing then? Like, the Battle Box missions? They're all fucking the same? Like, what's fun about that? That's why that's why I think the problem is, is everybody's going to revert back to the most basic, simple missions. Sure. And every game's just going to be Infinity Formula versus Cubes, and it's going to be the worst. Oh, I don't know any other way not to be, like, angry by it. I know. I mean... <laughs> I just... It upsets me. Uh, so are you guys theorycrafting any other lists right now? I, I'm liking X-Force. Uh, X-Force and Spider-Foes. Those both seem fun to me. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. I like, well, I mean, I've been thinking about X-Force for a while. When I was watching you blow the sh- blow people's bases off, <laughs> um, I'm like, re-rolls upon re-rolls and just like murder, murder, murder. Uh, I like that a lot. And then now that um, Winter Soldier has a machine gun, I, I, I like that. And I just want to check it out. It looks fun. I, the thing about X-Force, like I said, it's, I think Winter Soldier is going to be a great include because what it doesn't say in that faction is that if you take the right... And I also think the expanded tactics slots is going to be a really big deal for them. Because if you have the right tactics cards, it basically says, I am going to get way more actions attacking than you will. Like, that's kind of what their faction says. But it doesn't say that anywhere. There's nothing, like, written down anywhere that says really awesome action economy. But, like, no matter the cost, Wolverine early so that he can, you know, do his spender and get in there is you know teleport in there and then start slicing people up is fantastic and cable basically says i'm going to be shooting twice every single turn of the game um a lot of their people have charger aggressive right right like the retaliatory strikes from from saber tooth like you have so yeah. many ways that uh that that's why actually i think the list got better when i took out deadpool and started putting zemo in again more rerolls mm-hmm. but also zemo has a charge so like yeah just play like i think they are it doesn't say charge like a lot of the the yeah. you know as guardian models does that that's what's weird about their list is it didn't say any of those things but then when you play them like wait a minute i'm attacking like on average three to four more times per character of course across this game yeah you're trying to get to as close to 12 attacks per game per character as you can yeah and it works and just eventually the math will work out yeah it's like it doesn't matter if you don't blow them up early as long as you keep making the attacks it's all about getting the the random spikes to line up where you roll high and they roll low, and you'll just punch a bunch of damage through. Right. You just got to take more attempts. Yeah. And I think I think uh, your idea is, is sound. Well, I like the idea now that um, uh, all you got's gone. So the other version of all you got is attack on your opponent's turn. So yeah. there's models you can put in there that can do that too. So you just go super premium with like you know you have venom, saber tooth. Uh, Winter Soldier, all, all these models that can attack you on the on your opponent's turn, I think is super hot and premium too. You should play Seeing Red. Yeah. Also Seeing Red. <laughs> I want someone to play that card. I think it's good. We talked about it a while back. Um, for me, I actually think I'm going to, for my love of rerolls, I actually gonna think I'm going to go back to one of my favorite factions. It's also all painted that I have, which is Guardians. Um, I actually Guardians think I'm going to hot. I uh, the only one of the other reason I'm going to play Guardians is I is I wonder. It, will we go do some events because guardians got so many buffs 
um, people are just going to glom onto them really hard, and I'd like to know how to beat them. I also want you guys to be able to play against them a bunch. So it's part of it's part. I'm actually I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. The characters It's my favorite Marvel movie. I love I love everything. I have a lot of their comics, and I'm really excited to play them all buffed up because uh, I play them when they weren't buffed up, and I thought they were good. So. Um, I'm excited to play them now that they're hot stuff, but I think also when we start expanding and going to other metas, I think it will pay to have Guardians of the Galaxy experience. So. Yeah, that's probably true. I've been uh, I've been playing Dormammu uh, a little bit before the update came out. Also, um, I'm pretty sure I have determined that Flames of the Faultine is very good. You do take a lot of damage though. I don't think there's really anything you can do about that. Uh, but what else I have determined is Dormammu sucks. You don't like his attack. I think, I think he is not worth eight points. He seems very lackluster in my games. And maybe I've just gotten bad luck, but it's just like I could replace him with basically any eight points of models and it would be better. And so what it feels like I'm doing at this point is watching Ghost Rider drag my list across the finish line with by any means necessary is what it seems like I'm doing. I think, yeah, I think Dorbamu is, he is not Magneto. He yeah. is not. Modok. He is not well Ghost Rider now. Like he's not these models that'll feel like they're gonna carry your whole list on your back. I think he is a five point model with a three point uh team affiliation. I think a team affiliation is supposed to be the thing they I think they're nervous about. I guess his health also. His insane health. I probably he has a lot of health. Yeah. But the him only having like four four five is great physical stats. But it was, as we've talked about, like if that was like important, Hella would be good, and she's terrible. Right. So like that's not important. It's the fact that he has double Hella's hit points, mm-hmm. and his attacks are okay. He can spike. Like I hit ten damage on one of my attacks, but like the Omega Obliteration Beam is very so so. Like it just doesn't seem to ever do anything really. But- uh, I guess I can't really say it. Like he does damage, but it's like it's eight points, man. Like that's a lot of points. The, the skull, the skulls thing is cool. Like he will get work. But yeah, he'll hit the spikes where you'll just blow up. Right. But again, I think Good he's thing. a five-point offensive character and three points of health slash mm-hmm. that team ability. Brandon, do you think your um, your Mamu would be better if he had both of his shoulder pads? I knew you were going to say this. I found the other one. <laughs> did you? you did. Yeah, it, like it popped. Your ass. Uh, there's a little bit of a story here. I'll let Parker jump in in a minute. Yeah. So it what happened was it popped off the sprue in the bag. And so when I pulled the sprues out of the bag, I guess it fell out onto my gaming table next to my desk. And it was laying behind one of my Convergence of Cirrus models. And I moved it randomly and found it. And I was like, oh my god! I was so happy. I immediately glued it on. It looks much better now. So second second after he told me that story. Now, if we're moving on to hobby projects. Second after he told me this story, I go, ooh, okay, cool. That That's awesome that you found that. I'm really glad you found that. That's really lucky. I don't know if I could ever find that. Yeah. And so as I'm saying that and thinking that, I go to take my Dormammu out of the package. And... I put all I see I set all the sprues out. I go, oh whoops, I take the I took out some of the train. I'll put the train back in there. And I got the Tramamu stuff there and I'm sitting there looking, I was like, holy shit, is that a shoulder pad? And it's just sitting there by itself on yeah. the on the, on the table. I was like, what the fuck? Really? Is it that easy? And so mm-hmm. luckily at that exact moment, I went, Well, where what sprue is this from? Why is it so easy? These shoulder pads just fall off like this. And I go to look at the sprue, the other shoulder pad is missing. I was like, oh, fucking oh, right. No. And so I look, and it's in the bag still. It, when I yeah. when I put some things back in for the terrain, when I put the terrain back in there, it, it dropped down into the bag. Yeah. So 
Word of the wise. We're three for four between us. Yeah. They, but three of them fell off the screen. I do not know why, but whatever that sprue design is, they made that little bit yeah, of Yeah, the contact points super, have to just be too small. Yeah, yeah they're just too teeny. Um, it's It was really easy. Like When I went to shave it off, I was like, I think it's already done. This is like, hmm. this is pretty darn small. So. Yeah, it was fun. So hobby projects. Um, Parker came over last Sunday and we worked on models for the first time and feels like 10 and a half years. Yeah. Uh, and so I am now fully assembled on the game, and uh, I'm ready to start painting. Slash not paint! Slash not Parker. paint? Yeah, because I'm lazy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I put together Domamo. I'm about to get a bunch of my stuff uh, that I have painted, including my Ghost Rider, my Doctor Strange, uh, a lot of the Midnight Suns that aren't the Dampier and uh, and Moon Knight, and I'm, I'm going to get back from my painter here pretty soon. Richard. Shout out, Richard. And so he's... I'm almost done with that. So I'll, I'll, if I'm playing Guardians, I actually will like fully painted pretty much because Guardians are pretty much just the Guardians. Um, mm-hmm. Well, sorry, it'll be Guardians and Ghost Rider. So I'll be pretty, I'll be fully painted for a little while here. So for our next events, I might actually be fully painted while I play Guardians. But I will keep. I'm going to keep painting probably X Force next, honestly, because I want to keep going back to that. I just, I love that. I'm going to attack every turn thing. I love it. Uh, Jeremy, have you worked on anything lately? No, I'm, I'm definitely on pause until mid December, probably. Just busy. Uh, I I just now noticed you have a Christmas tree behind you. <laughs> yep. I'm it very is, observant tonight. It is Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I haven't right. even had a chance to get up to the shop. Like I, yeah, I haven't I've seen been you out of it. town. Yeah, I've been out of town and holidays and yeah, it's just been a mess. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up for us today. Uh, we had basically all news today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parker, I do have a question for you though. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can get through this without laughing. Uh, <laughs> what shoes do kidnappers wear? Sneakers? White vans. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you made, me dying. you made me cringe so hard. I changed positions <laughs> like four times. <laughs> Your whole body was just like like reject convulsing. Oh, like, how do I get rid of this information? Oh god. <laughs> I like that one. That was a good one. <laughs> I one. found that I was like, that's that's me. That's, I'm gonna say that. That's strong. <laughs> oh boy. Strong to very strong. Alright, well that's gonna wrap it up for us today. Hopefully you guys had a good time. Stay away from white vans, everybody. Yeah, everyone. Everyone. <laughs> this has been Brandon. And Dr. Mantis Toboggan, MD. And Jeremy, my cat should be nerfed. Hashtag. And this has been News Team Reassemble. So what are we going to call this thing? I got it. Okay. Incredible, new, fantastic, astonishing, mighty, original, uncanny, sensational podcast. I'm just going to put down infamous. Shit, it's coming. I got to find underneath. I got to find underneath all the windows. There's so many windows. It's good now. Glycerine. (laughs) You're not saying it right.
Glycerine. 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 Nitroglycerine. I'm going to make a song Nitro. right now. Nitroglycerine. Okay, so one of my so one of my favorite movies uh, that's not very well appreciated is actually Disney's Atlantis. Um, and the reason why Disney's Atlantis is really fun to watch is the Demolition Expert. Every yeah. every scene he is in is wonderful. And my one of my favorite ones is, is when he go where the where the the main character Milo takes a a, a drink of a canteen and he comes in and goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Did you just drink that?" He goes, "Yeah." He's like, "That's nitroglycerin. That's so much nitroglycerin you just drank." He's like, "I don't." I, he's like, "What should I do? What should I do?" I don't know. Don't move. Don't breathe. Pray, I guess, because. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's just fucking with him. Yeah, he just he just messing with him. Bray. And then some, another character comes up behind him and goes boom, and they just start laughing. But the joke comes up later in the movie where they have a big wall, and he says, "Is there any way to bring this down?" It goes, "Be really nice if we had some natural glycerin, huh, Milo?" <laughs> yeah. I uh, that movie uh, ages very very well. As a child, I was not impressed. I think it's because it wasn't for me. I think it's actually for adults. I don't think it's for you if you're a child. I don't think it was for me in whatever that was when I was 11 years old or whatever. It was not for me. That one was a lot of those Atlantis. Yeah. Yeah. There was a whole handful of those um, Disney movies that landed in that like, was that like 98 to like 2015 or something? I don't know. There's a Mm -hmm. whole pile of them that were kind of questionable. There was there was a couple really really bad ones like there was some barnyard one that uh, shit it's called like I think it's called barnyard or some shit that that one was ostensibly very very bad they were really going the they were really going money grubby there for a while I don't actually know if Atlantis was part of that but it, it uh, you know another movie that was not a money grab but I think it was actually a movie but nobody likes it is uh, Treasure Planet I actually like Treasure Planet okay but I don't think I saw that one. I saw Titan AE. That was actually pretty good. Titan AE was that? That was not Disney, was it? I don't think it was. No, it was not Disney. It had Matt Damon. Matt oh, Damon. Yeah, yeah I believe he was. A I even know who Matt Damon was back then. Yeah. I thought Titan AE was awesome. Titan AE was made by yeah Titan After Earth. That was made by um, production was 20th Century Fox. Fox made that. I remember seeing that movie. I can't remember very much about it. But I do remember seeing it. Uh, it's yeah, it's basically Earth has been pseudo destroyed, and uh, all the humans had already moved on to the stars. But because they no longer had like a home world infrastructure, they were slowly fading into extinction. And so it's basically these like Star Wars rogue s characters, where it's like you know there's the the mercenary smuggler guy, and then the the heart of gold like young kid guy who's trying to fix the universe, um, and they end up. Uh, finding out that there's this thing that can create a planet and it's called the Titan or mm-hmm. something. And so when they find out about it, obviously other people find about it too. It becomes this massive race to gain control of this thing because obviously creating a planet wherever, forever, whatever you want is a big deal and like the resources involved in everything. And so they're trying, like all these different races are trying to get a hold of it and all he wants to do is use it so that the humans will have a new home. But it's pretty good. Is there something wrong with your video, Brandon? Is it? It looks fine on my side. What's wrong with it? I I actually see it's just fine. Oh really? Let me let me redo mine then. Something's up. Is is it lagging? Because you're usually the one that cuts out on my screen. <laughs> Jeremy goes free frame about every five seconds on mine. Really? I don't get that. Oh yeah, like every week. Oh by the way, I part 
Parker never freezes, but Jeremy, like, I'm like, why isn't he moving or anything? And then it'll cut to you mid-sentence talking. I'm like, holy shit. You were doing that a lot last week. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, I think it's something about your and my connections. It just keeps cutting out. I'll be right back. Hold on. Now that that fucker's gone. Uh, do we want a comic corner today? I feel uh, I should probably always have one ready and then we can do it if we want. I feel fresh out of comic corners. I feel like when I looked down the list the other day, I was like, Jesus, I've done a lot of comic corners. Um, what just came out? Okay. That just came out. I got nothing for that. Um, do you have one with Dormammu? I already did it. Like, that's the thing is I, my best. Comp- but, yeah. The problem is you keep doing them when they get spoiled. And then when they come out, we don't have, no, one. It, it features Stephen strange. There's no Dormammu comp by, like by himself. So, the only, the only like really good Stephen Strange story that I have, I already talked about a long time ago. Um, I already did Moon Knight. Um, there is no cool. good Dom Pierce story that I know of. <laughs> They're all bad because they all there's, try to measure up the movie. There's only one. Up. It's a DVD. It's from a bunch of years ago. Yeah. And yeah. it's got that guy who you always bet on black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some motherfuckers always ask getting uphill. I mean, I'm hoping that the new Blade stuff is going to be good, but uh, I do not have high hopes. I don't remember what day I went and saw Ghostbusters. Did I tell you I saw Ghostbusters? No, you did I not. I haven't seen it yet. Aha. It's good. I went and saw Eternals. Yeah? What did you think? Uh, you were missing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I think it's I worth think it's seeing, true. but it was not uh, grabbing. Let me put it this way. if If I never saw the Eternals... And someone was like, hey, have you watched the MCU? I go, yep, every movie. And I wouldn't feel like I was lying. Because that's how I <laughs> I love all of them. All of uh, them that are out. And I, like... just watched, yeah, I just watched uh, <laughs> I just watched Black Widow uh, yeah. last two nights ago. I loved it. I thought it was yep. great. It felt really, really good Black Widow movie. I was like, this is good. I'm going to watch Shang-Chi later in Thanksgiving break. I'm like, I'm really excited to see it since I watched Black Widow. But not going to lie. After I watched the Eternals, I was not excited to watch Black Widow. I was not like, oh, oh man, I want to get some more MCU stuff. I was like, oh, I was, instead I was like, oh, man, I'm going to go like read a comic book that's not about the Eternals or something. To let me <laughs> feel good about this. I mean, I think part of that is a problem with the Eternals being like, they're literally like robots. So like, I, you're following. Like, I, no, I don't know about like that. I don't robots. know. But if you if you made a they fucking made a, a move, they made, a, they made a huge series about Vision. Vision's a fantastic character. I was actually just watching some screen, some MCU like screen stuff the other day. I was talking about like the video was all about like some really strong MCU screenwriting. Um, and there's this fantastic scene between uh, Wanda and uh, Vision. Um, and I can't remember if it was from the Avengers or from WandaVision. I think, no, it was, it was from WandaVision. It was one of the flashbacks. So right after Pietro's killed and they're in the Avengers mansion and she's like, she's like, I can't get over this grief. I can't get over this sorrow. And he says, but it's not all like, like sorrow isn't all like negative. It's not all bad because he's like, what is, what is grief if not love persevering? Right. Like that is so good. Like a a synthesoid and automaton coming to grips with the fact that he's never been around anybody. He's never, he's been incapable of, of, of forming camaraderie his entire existence. And he's fascinated by this person and, and sympathetic to this person, even though he's a synthesoid, he's sympathetic to this person who's lost something, somebody who literally had somebody from birth. And that is in the MCU. And then all that bullshit and the internals is also in the MCU. 
And the Eternals was not a bad movie. I will not give it like a. I will not give it a C minus, but I will give it a C plus. That was. Uh... Yeah, I think they didn't spend long enough developing the the characters because in all the other yeah. MC movies, for the most part, there's a there's like the part where you meet the character, and then there's growth over time. Yeah. In the the relationships that build, there was no time to even understand the relationships really. Yeah. The, there's only one thing about that movie that actually made me excited, and that was uh, that was the uh, not the post credit scene. Was it a post credit? The post credit, the first post credit scene, and the second post credit scene. Those were the things that made me most excited about that movie. And that that was that's the that's a bad that's a bad thing, right? If you're most excited about the things that's going to happen next, because this movie was was not not really worth the time. Um, I will say this though, it didn't make me cringe. I wasn't sitting there going like, "Ooh, that was really bad," or "Ugh." It was, it wasn't a cringy movie. It was more of a, I was watching my watch at some points, just like, "Okay, okay." Yeah, you can always I tell thought... the movie's really good when you're like, "Oh no, I think this is about to wrap up." Oh my god, I yeah. want so much more. You know, right? Um, I was. Uh, every time you realize that you're in like a five act movie and you're like, Oh my God, how many acts are there? This is just how many times are they going to ramp up this movie? I remember the very first time I ever felt like that was in uh, dark Knight. Um, dark Knight was the first time I was like, Oh my God, this movie never ends. And I don't want it to, this is so amazing. <laughs> I felt that way in Endgame. I was like, Oh no, is it over? Like, did yeah. the, is that the end of this movie? And then it, it kept going. I was like, yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Well, the one that's the most like known for that is Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Return of the King <laughs> yeah. was like Jesus Christ. I should not have gotten a large drink. Yeah. Like this it, is terrible. It faded in and out at least six times. Like you're like okay, uh, all yeah. right, okay. Well, that okay. Th- that was th- that was just the weirdest final act of a of a movie ever, <laughs> where you just wanted to cut. I've shown you the Gandalf. I've shown you that right. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> Oh my god. Parker, I'm amazed that your fucking headset has such a long Look cord. Look at this. It's like 30 feet long. It is insane. Like a 1960s phone cord. Like, I don't know like... why. <laughs> I don't know you why have, this like, thing. You have meters. Like... Yes. Yeah, mine Mine barely has space to run from me to my like freaking uh-huh. computer on the ground. When I, got yeah. my, the, when I got my new one, I was like, what the fuck is this? This thing is only like as long as an iPod cord. This is dumb as shit. Like, it's like the charger for some things, and I'm, you, and I'm like, you could I'm literally used to, be sent, you mm-hmm. can be sent down into a well to do uh-huh. work. With uh-huh. that I, if I if someone ever sneaks in my house, if I am running out of paracord, I can just use this thing and tie them up. Like I could definitely mm-hmm. tie their whole body to a chair. You can certainly um, remain in contact with whomever you're talking to whilst yep. running around your house. <laughs> yes. Where are you at? <laughs> I'm in the living room. I'm in the living room now. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm still on 911. I'm still in the living room now. One of the biggest quality of life things for people I think they don't think they realize is um, buy a phone charge cable that's not three feet long. Like oh, yeah. it's it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Like people are always like that you it's one of those things you don't realize you, you want until you get like a twelve footer and you're like, wait. I could just go wherever I want in my room and my phone's still charging. It's like a big deal. It sounds stupid, but it's so convenient. My life changed in that way with the, um, like, I have a metal plate in the back of my phone and I've got a magnet. Oh, yeah, the magnet thing. Oh, my God. Like, my whole world changed when I started pulling my phone out and just clicking it on the magnet, pulling it back and forth, mm-hmm. like, without having to adjust stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. that was a game changer. 
Okay. Not the most yeah, so skip Eternals if you for those folks listening and go see <laughs> Ghostbusters. Good. Good move. That's a good move. Yeah. Or actually, I'm actually excited. I'm going to watch Hawkeye. I actually think Hawkeye is going to be super fun. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it's I'm really there's excited two episodes Hawkeye. out now, right? Yeah, the two two just posted. Oh, yeah, two just I think it was today actually, or yesterday. Okay, I was like, did I miss it? What no, it's two yeah, today or yesterday. I'm saving it up. Ooh, Parker, Dexter is amazing. Oh really? Yep. I'm, New uh, Dexter is fucking awesome. I'm. I watched the first episode. I'm saving them up a little bit, so I've got. I, are I, they all out? I've only seen the first one. Um, there's the first, second, and the third one. I believe are out right now. Ooh. I watched the first one. Yeah. It started a little slow, and I wasn't sure about it, but then as it got going, I was like, oh, yeah, this is exactly what I wanted. Were they able to recapture some of that magic? Y- yeah, you got to watch it. Okay. I, it I don't want to really say anything. Good. It feels really good. It feels Fine. great. Yeah, going it's going in a that. very good direction, and they have a lot of opportunity to do some good stuff. And it's fresh. It's not like he's in the middle of the shit mm-hmm. show he was in for, like, the last four seasons. Yeah. Where you're like, it this feels- dude's going to jail. It feels real. Like, it feels like we never missed anything. Like, mm-hmm. it feels like Dexter Morgan all over again. Like, it doesn't feel like they had to retcon anything. It doesn't feel like anything's, like, out of place. It feels like someone put a lot of thought into where the story was going. Yeah, I'm happy so far with the first episode. Yeah. I, I think, And it's only supposed to be one season, I think. I, yeah, I, I could be wrong. It's going to be... I mean, who knows if it if it goes crazy. But I know the original writer wanted the show to end after season four, which was widely considered the best season. Um, and then a lot of people say it went downhill, which is true. Like, it never lived up to seasons, like, two or four again. Um, but it was still pretty good, I think. It was better than most shows, but it wasn't up to its normal standards. Uh, but yeah, I I think that the the original writer is back on for this. And so... I'm not sure if they're going to keep it going or not. Yeah, I finally have a bunch of shows kind of back in my uh, in the hopper, like that I can kind of watch now that I know that I enjoy. Did you ever watch uh, Succession on HBO? Mm. Oh my god, that is so worth a watch. It's what's it about? Um, this super rich family that owns a network television kind of thing. Super rich. Okay. The father is in charge of all of it. He's got a bunch of kids, and all of them are money grubbing like nightmares. And basically they try and steal it from him. And it's just this okay. battle of money and just greed and just, just awful people. Awful. Okay. Really, really good. And then um, if you have Showtime, uh, Billions is really, really good too. Which show? Billions? Uh-huh. And it's just, uh, again, it's another one where it's about money and greed and just what people are able to do with just a bit like one of the quotes in it. And it's so it, it, it kind of like goes with everything is I have fuck you money. Like he does stuff just despite with millions and millions mm-hmm. of dollars. Just, and he, he basically this billionaire gets in a battle with the uh, district attorney and the district attorney wants to like catch this billionaire and in, in shenanigans. And the billionaire is just like, fuck you, man, I'll do what I want. And he keeps spending money and they try to catch each other. And it's just a mess. It's another one of those, like, We'll never see that kind of money and understand what that's like. <laughs> yeah, we, we did an exercise in um, in high school in my Votech class. We were just like, just to put in perspective on how much money a billion dollars is. Like, we, we asked somebody, like, what would you consider to be an item that you would be something you could never realistically buy without, like, life-altering events to make you save that money? 
He's like, well, like, I would always want to buy a new Corvette, but I don't think I'll ever be able to. So we looked up the price of, like, the brand new Corvettes. It was, like, $68,000 or something at the time. Brand new off the lot. Mm-hmm. We're like, all right, so then drop another $500 on a crate of dynamite. And we'll just blow one up every day. And we'll just do the math on how long it takes for that to, like, run out of money. <laughs> and it's just, like, <laughs> an absurd time period. Because it's, like, let's just call it $70,000. Like 4,000 years. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's 14,285 years. <laughs> or days, yeah. days, divided by 365. Yeah, it's 40 years of doing that you'd uh, eventually run out of money. Sure. Yeah, the, um, you see the post on YouTube or whatever. And, and that's assuming you're not collecting interest on the money. Because then you would literally never run out. The one that's shocking is the, here's a handful of rice. Here's what it's like to be a trillionaire in comparison mm-hmm. to that. And it's, you know, just... 400 pounds of rice compared to, you know, what a million dollars looks like. It's, it's so insane. One guy did a, a, another visual experiment with, um, it was the national budget. And so he got pennies from the bank and he stacked them on his coffee table. And they're like five deep, completely covering his coffee table. It's like, all right, this is the national budget. And now the cuts they suggested are this. He picks up one penny, cuts it in half, cuts it in <laughs> half again into quarters takes one of the quarters out and puts the three quarters back on the day. It's like, all right, that's the, that's the cut suggestion. It's like, do you see the issue? Like, like people just can't comprehend this much money. Like it just doesn't like the values are just zeros at this point. Like there's no actual like understanding. Cause like, if I gave you a hundred dollars, you could understand like the value of that hundred dollars pretty easily. And then to a thousand, even a thousand dollars, you could realistically comprehend all the stuff you could do and accomplish and buy with that thousand dollars then up to ten thousand it starts getting to the gray area because it's like well i could put it towards like a very large investment like a house or a car but like individually how far ten thousand dollars goes is kind of ambiguous because it's like well now you're not able to keep track of everything you could spend that on in small increments and then do that like eight more times in increases and you're like yeah like i have no idea like like it's just too much anyway are you guys excited for the holiday season not sure yet oh p.s um yesterday i am uh officially divorced and it feels weird by the way yeah side note what do you mean you weren't you weren't like fully divorced uh paperwork and stuff wasn't takes time yeah yeah like from start to finish yeah it was a little bit words were said hands were shaken but like officially so happened yet it happened right and like I was doing emails and things, and I would get something and be like, sign this, do this, and I would do it, and then all of a sudden I get one, and it's like, okay, well, here's your paperwork. And the whole time you're getting this stuff that's, you know, legalese, and you're just like, I I don't know what this means exactly, but I kind of do, I'm signing it, whatever. So I got one, and I was kind of like, this seems to be kind of final. I was like, is this, and I had to message back, or I had to email back, like, hey, do I need to do anything else? Or like, what's, where am I at? Like, is there one more? So what's going on? And they're like, no, you're officially divorced. This is, that was your final decree. But I took a screenshot of that and I sent it to Janet and I'm like, I guess we're divorced now. And she was <laughs> like, boy, that was kind of cold or something along those lines. And I go, yeah. I thought we were at least supposed to like fist bump or something. Like, I'm like, I don't know yeah. what you're supposed to officially do. It's just yeah. so weird. Like, just weird. I, I guess I watched too many movies and stuff. Like, it just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. You're used to the gavel slamming down. You're like, it's done. You're like, nope. But, I mean, we didn't fight <laughs> over three it. three more months so, of paperwork. 
there was nothing that was contested or anything. So it was, it really was a matter of like, just sign these things and be done. But it was really weird. Ladies and gentlemen, Jermiger Constagon back mm. on the market. Yep. Real weird. Parker, are you doing all the Thanksgivings? Uh, actually, this year's pretty tame. Everybody's getting so um, entangled with all, you know, everybody's got, everybody, everybody's family has some other family. So this year it's been pretty simple. I'm going to go to my brother's tomorrow for the afternoon and going to go to my, sorry, Sarah's great aunts in Topeka. Well, I say Topeka, it's like country way outside Topeka, but um, do that on Friday and then that's it. That's like, oh, that's all. That's why I get to go to tournament on Saturday because there's really nothing else going on. All I hear uh, you say is COVID, 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 yeah, COVID, 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 COVID. Well, um, most everyone we're going to is vaccinated. Um, I think trying to think of somebody who's not. I think all the people who aren't vaccinated at this point are the kids under uh, kids that weren't able to. Cecilia had her first vaccination today. Got her first shot today. Um, and I think all the other kids her age, the youngest kids, are also not vaccinated. But I think every other person is vaccinated. So it would have to come through a kid. Um, well, it's my understanding now that you have to already have your vaccinations to get COVID. Because everyone <laughs> I know is like double, triple vaccinated and also still getting COVID. I, yeah. They're not dying. And I'm not – it's not a political statement or anything. Right. It's just like – it's just like a crazy, like, dynamic <laughs> happening in the country. It's crazy. Well, well, I'll, I'll say, I will say me. I will say this. My um, my mom just just this weekend came over and uh, two people she knows, one of them just straight up died from COVID the other day. You know, a friend Ooh. of a friend yeah. who just straight up died from it. He wasn't vaccinated. Nothing. Just finally mm -hmm. got it and died. And then another person she knows who got COVID like very early on in the onset, like mm. very uh, soon after um, had a stroke blood caught you know which is one of the things associated with covid so they're like let's go ahead and you know during, they decided after the uh to do a ct scan and she's just like full of clots all Good like just, just straight up you know very covid related uh post covid symptom for folks her age and she died and had like two more strokes and they couldn't bring her back so Crazy. like my, my mom has known two people died recently from covid or covid related issues and so um what's funny is that not my mom and my dad they're very much a they're very much a kind of little island of rationality in a sea of conservatives that they live <laughs> in. They yeah. they love to live in the country and so a lot of those guys are, you know, hyper conservatives. Um uh and so but that's who they know that's been dying of COVID. And so all those guys that the whole community that whole good old boy community around them has been forced to look in the mirror and be like, shoot, do I want to get killed by COVID? You know, like do I want to die from COVID? And so they've all been kind of staring at each other going, am I going to die from COVID? And my dad's going, you guys might die from COVID. <laughs> I, got, I got my vaccination. I'm, I, I feel like I could get COVID. I'll be okay. But you guys might die from COVID. You probably should get the vaccine. Like <clears throat> he's been trying not, he, he, my dad doesn't mince words either. So <laughs> it's, it, it's, and what's funny is that she, when she told me about it, she told me like, can you believe it? that you know i know someone who's died from covid i'm like mom i can't i can't believe that you don't haven't met anybody <laughs> seriously from covid until now that tells me your friend group is so small and it is like she only you know she doesn't know hardly anybody she doesn't really have a social circle it extends very far but the fact that you haven't met somebody who's had a serious altercation and death from covid is weird that's the weird part mm -hmm. 
And then I stopped her. I go, Mom, didn't your cousin die from COVID, a COVID, a stroke, a COVID related stroke? And she goes, Oh, yeah. Like, like she had a cousin that died from it. It just didn't occur to her then. But so, yeah, it's uh, just get the vaccine. My boys got theirs and uh, they had a competition of who didn't flinch or who, who took it the worst. <laughs> nice. And uh, Gabe, Gabe was the champion. Well uh, and yeah, he, he manned up and he was like, Yeah, I would get it again. Uh, <laughs> good luck yeah how many more do i need like i'll t- i'll keep taking them just That's just cute. keep zapping me in the arm Eli's, yep yeah i got a little i didn't like it so much okay. uh cc we had to actually we had to cancel her first appointment i said we had to but uh, we got an appointment at some random clinic uh and then we found out from a friend who went to children's mercy that they have tons of like things for kids who are seriously stressed out about it uh cecilia goes she'll climb up a wall like she starts she's a deal maker she'll start screaming like i'll do anything i'll do anything like she'll free like start mm-hmm. it's really it's really like she gets extreme anxiety about it so we prepped her for about a week and we we canceled our original appointments for some random clinic and went to children's mercy and they're awesome they have so many like devices not just distraction devices but actual like devices like there's this one thing called a shot blocker which i thought was awesome it's basically like um it looks like a uh, looks like a half moon shape with little uh, you know hard rubber cones stuck to the bottom of it, and they just press it on the kid's arm where the shot's going to go. And basically, that kind of pin like that kind of pin pricking, but not dangerous, not painful. But that kind of pin pricking around yeah, the area, yeah, it just it numbs the sensation. Your body has a hard time picking out that versus the actual shot itself. And so it just makes it very easy for them. They don't feel the stick nearly as hard because they've got these other little like hard rubber cones pushing on yeah. their arm. Um, all kind of other things like non-anesthetic, like not like trying to not changing their chemical makeup at all. Just just psychological another, uh, and, and central nervous. Another f- fun little trick is if uh, while you're right when they're about to stick you with the needle, you smash your hand with a hammer. You will not even notice. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. The that last thing you'll notice is the fact that you're getting an injection I, when I, every bone in your hand is broken. I like to throw sand in my boy's eyes, like right yeah. about the time it's going to happen. They don't pocket even sand. notice the shot. Don't pocket even notice sand. the shot. Pocket, pocket sand. I hate injections and stuff, too. I'm not, like, afraid of needles, but every time I get an injection, all I can think about is, like, the needle snapping off inside my arm. <laughs> and it's wow. the most uncomfortable sensation I can imagine. And it just worming its way all the way through Yeah, the it's just like, like I can just imagine, like, the per- like, they go to inject me and sneeze, and it just snaps the needle. And I'm oh, like, man. oh, my God! Oh, it freaks me out. And so it's it's very an uncomfortable situation for me. So, uh... uh. I'm a grown. I can get past human. it, but like it takes a it takes a second to gather my thoughts before I can like block it out. I am a grown ass man, but when I was, I remember this very vividly. When I was like in second grade, um, I had a shot, like a like a booster or something for a vaccine or something. And uh, the doctor said he's like, "You got a button? Just squeeze a button." That's what he does. He's like, "I squeeze my buttons on my shirt." I go, "I don't have a shirt with buttons." He goes, "Well, do you have any buttons? You got a button on your fly, don't you?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Squeeze that," and so. I squeezed my fly button and it worked. Like, I don't like where this story is it going. It worked. That's it. I know. I know it sounds like I'm about to say, and then he blew me off. No, it was just, that was it. Yeah. And so now that you've squeezed it, go ahead and unclamp that. that. Now you're yeah. now uh, I'll, I'll Maybe undo the button. So you give a grab on it. I'll do yours. You do mine and, and we'll get done with this shot today. No, it's a, uh, that was it. Like that was the whole thing. And to this day, 
that is what I do. That that is what I do. I was just very very calmly when I'm about to shot, I just grab a hold of that button and I just squeeze it and it works great. Um, works I understand. Is it just the tactile sensation of like yeah. distracting yourself? It's, it's just squeezing something between my finger. My it's just two fingers, my thumb, well, my thumb and my pointer finger, and I just squeeze it hard, and that just that's all I need. Because he said, and the doctor said, and, and this is actually something we've been learning about with Cece is you don't want to like squeeze your, your whole arms. You want to grab your elbows or like have like a doll or something like that because that actually constricts those muscles in your mm-hmm. in your upper yeah, you arm. Want your upper arm to be loose. Right, right. So you don't want to do that. That's why it's better to have something like in your hands doing something that distracts you with your hands. Or also, uh, they even like for Cece, they even had like this. Uh, warm um uh lack of a better term like massager basically and it was they they put it underneath her arm to just kind of like loosen the muscle and try to relax her muscle because she would you know would have the instinct to clinch it and you know to protect herself so they try to you know try to do whatever you can to keep the muscle looser because that's what a lot, a lot of people like grab their arm or tense their muscles of course because that's what you do when you're about to you know have an impact or something but that's not what you want to do for a shot so you want to do the opposite of that so that's that's what works for me. But to this day, full grown ass man, still do what I did in second grade, and it totally works. Feels good every time. That's stupid. <laughs> you know that the fear of needles is the only one where your blood pressure drops from being afraid. Really? Yes. Ask me how like I know. Thing? How do you know? Uh, did you pass out? School, <laughs> when I was in school, I'm the one who, during flu shot season, and you had to get one, would wake up in the hallway because I'd fucking pass out at school. Yeah. Like, I I don't do it anymore, but I will. When I get blood drawn, it freaks me the fuck out, and it, like, it causes that to happen. Like, I'll pass mm-hmm. out on them, and I have to tell them that. I'm like, dude, like, I don't. I'm telling you right I'm now. I'm going to go to sleep now. Just I'm keep like, doing your I, thing. And they're like, oh, it's no big deal. Like, okay, so we need to, like, do what? And I'm like, you need to put me in a spot where you're not going to have to get my giant ass up off the floor. Like, I'm telling <laughs> you, you right now. you have a gurney? I'll just lay down right now. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's the only fear that people have. That it drops your blood pressure, and that's why you pass out. You pass out. Hmm. Fucking crazy. Hmm. <clears throat> I believe it. I wonder if it's related to like the the mental like understanding that they're taking blood away from you. There's something with it, man. Yeah, it's, it's got to be some kind of like psychological like primal, effect. Yeah, it's like a primal yeah. like, instinct of like. Well, it's like your body dying. shuts down like the the <laughs> processes because it thinks it's gonna be low on blood. Well, it is true. Like one of the reasons why some people like say like the concept of squeamishness, like if I see somebody else's blood or if I see an animal's blood, I can get squeamish. That actually comes from a, a protection mechanism, right? Like you, you see, you, it's about it's an aversion. And the same reason that, that poop smells bad, you, you know, you're supposed to biologically be averse to it. When you see the blood, it's you know, it's an instinct like, oh, like this is blood. This is the inside of an animal. This is maybe inside of me. I, I should be very nervous. I should be mm-hmm. going away from it. It's yeah. your body's way of saying, hey, get out of this situation. This could be really bad for you. Um, yeah. It's just this instinctual internalization of like your insides being on the outside is really bad. Don't, yeah. don't let that yeah, happen. This, this should not be. <laughs> do not want. You should <laughs> get, get, out, get out of there. I once had to explain that. Uh, speaking of like kids at school, I once had to, I had a kid, <clears throat> uh, we were doing dissections and I was like, just so you guys know, like we're going to go inside of creatures and it doesn't matter how tough you are. It doesn't matter what part of the hood you come from. Like you're gonna, like you, you might get squeamish. It's just a body's natural reaction to seeing something that, that it does not want to have around it. So don't act tough. Just let it, you know, let it me know and I can help you out. And if you see, so, if somebody else is, you know, too weak to, let me know. Look at your neighbor. Like, tell me what's up. And so we're in the middle of a 
uh, we're watching dissection and somebody's cutting open a, an eyeball and somebody comes up to me and, you know, grabs him in my shirt and says, you know, like, I think Ricardo can't handle this. And so I go over there and he is just gray, like a piece yeah. of, like a piece it of, looks like he's been bleeding uh, like for hours. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like he looks, you know, like a, like a, a piece of fish meat that's too old. Like if that's the color <laughs> he is. And, and I go, why don't you go get a drink of water? He's like, no, no, I can, I can do it. He's, he's just like fading hard. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like yeah. no, no, let's get your drink. Let's get your drink of water. And, you know, uh, Sue can help you. And I was like, Sue, get this, you know, walk with him. You know, don't let him, if he falls down or something, let me know. She goes, okay. And so we, we go, he goes in the hallway, he gets a drink of water. He comes back with more flesh tones. And so I'm like, <laughs> Ricardo, you, you know, uh, I'm not gonna tell you, you can't do this. I know you've, you've been excited about this for weeks, but if you stay for this, you've got to know your limits. You got to be able to let me know. He goes, okay. And so he, that kid like white knuckles it the whole time. Like he's holding on to the edge of the desk. Just like if I fall asleep, if I fall down, he's going to kick me out. I can't let that happen. And he wait, he makes it the whole time. I make him stay afterwards. I give him, I have a pop on me. I give him a pop. I was like, here's some sugar, man. Just, just like stay here. Don't go to your next hour. Just sit here in this seat. And we'll, I, I had him sit there for 10 minutes, drink a pop. He looked okay. He looked like he was ready to go. It's like, you feel like you can keep going? He goes, yeah. Everybody was like, why does he get a pop? I was like, shut up. <laughs> he, he gets what he, I'm trying to keep him to save his life. I do the same for you. And so he gets up, he goes to leave. He makes it two steps out of my room. Bam. Falls down. On the ground. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Just fucking collapses. Yeah, yeah. Two steps out of my room. It was the only time. But you gave him the Coke. What was wrong? Uh, he was just, he was just still like too far gone. It wasn't enough. Like couldn't, couldn't handle it. And I, that's the only time, like I've had a lot of, you know, in science class, you you know, you deal with things like scalpels and, you know, I've had kids that are cutters in my class with scalpels before and I've been like, oh man. And then that's when you're white. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, I'm trying real hard to like be, be really cool with this, but I've never had a kid like struggle with that. I've never had a student, you know, ever be like, oh, I can't handle this, even if this is a serious situation, you know, serious danger. I've had kids, you know, handle, you know, pretty dangerous chemicals before and reactions that cause chlorine gas and all kind of stuff you know things that i told them about beforehand here's all the, the chemical review and they all handle it like it's plutonium they do a great job that's the only time i've ever had to, to call an ambulance is a uh, kid saw some blood in a video and couldn't handle it but... we went on a field trip when i was in school and uh we went there's this weird little like walkthrough thing and so the whole thing was about like anatomy and stuff and you, we walk into this giant, like, room that's shaped like a heart and it's painted up. It looks like a heart. So we walk right. in through one of, like, the ventricles. And then there's an operating table in the middle of this big dome room. And you go to look down and they've mounted a TV inside of this, like, fake body-looking thing. And you watch some, them perform open-heart surgery on somebody mm. on the monitor. But they're playing these, like loud low heartbeat rhythm noises in the place mm -hmm. and it's like 90 degrees in that oh, room no. and that triggered me and I, I got really lightheaded and i had to leave yeah but i've never had that sensation anywhere else but i was just thinking about it on the outside i was like why would you make a room like that That's like, all you're gonna do is fucking get kids to pass out yeah, yeah like, i was definitely. like 10 years old that's like every choir teacher ever has to have that talk. Like, don't lock your knees. Don't lock your knees. Because yeah. kids will get up there and just start vomiting all over other kids. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. And it happens It happens constantly. Like, it's so once strange. once one kid goes, they're all going to go. It's just a cascade. Yeah. It's like the damn South America, those huge fucking waterfalls. Just, it's like those. <laughs> just Is that why you're not supposed to lock your knees? I thought it was because you would pass out. 
Um, is it you vomit? I didn't know that was the well, reaction. Well, I remember in choir. Now, now, now you got me wanting to research. I remember in choir, my, my teacher always saying, like, does the you shouldn't lock your knees knees induce i thought it was just like not like nausea in general right like they're they're nervous because they're standing up in front of things oh i guess i could see if you're already nervous and then you were also lightheaded right uh says faint... i guess that makes sense okay orthostatic is when you stand there and you lock your knees for a long long time pools the blood in the leg veins as it doesn't move up high enough to the brain and that can cause fainting but it's just about this is a fainting one it says church graduations weddings choir that kind of stuff <clears throat> but i don't see why what causes what causes the vomiting like what is it that like i remember gosh every choir teacher i've ever met they've always been so sure that they're going to have a vomiting and they're just terrified of it i just find that the young kids just always are fucking vomiting it's <laughs> just like always some sort of bug going around. I imagine something to do with nerves and the the lightheadedness, low blood pressure. Because mm. if you start getting dizzy and lo with low blood pressure, I could definitely see the nerves turning into vomiting. But I've never heard that before. So yeah, I can't find anything online. But I don't know if I'm searching the right thing either. But apparently, yeah, the the, the locking your knees for a long period of time can cause fainting. That could happen. But I remember the choir concerts, man. Maybe your choir teacher is just a fucking idiot. I mean, like all the choir teachers that I've met before. Maybe and maybe other people don't have that experience. And 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 this is this is very strange. But I feel like this is a one of those universal fears. Sorry for yeah. choir teachers. Definitely one of my universal fears is the fire alarm is going to go off. I don't know any science teacher with their salt. If you're if you haven't once thought like, oh man. <laughs> Your butthole didn't, <laughs> if your butthole didn't pucker up at least once because of the fire alarm, then you probably haven't been doing science. You're going to empty the school because some kid made chlorine gas. Uh, okay, I have made chlorine gas, but the detectors don't pick that shit up because they don't assume that that's going to happen. Uh, mm. They do pick up CO and CO2, but you don't make carbon monoxide. Or, you do make carbon dioxide, but carbon dioxide has to be insane contents before like those things go off. Uh, they do pick up like uh, humidity, though. A lot of firearms pick up a, a like high degree of humidity. They they uh, go off, um, but I think it's more of a problem. Like most fire alarms just can't differentiate between the humidity and something else. But mm. I the I have I have filled my room full of actual just smoke before, and been like, <laughs> oh man. But Cold? well, it's always like alcohol. It's all we're burning alcohol, right? So that's. It's one of those smokes that doesn't it doesn't make like a thick billowy smoke, but it smells really intense. I've got a big fan in my room now, but before I mean, when I was mm. teaching in the hood, like they didn't have I didn't have chemical fans to suck air out yeah. of the room. Like I was just we were just in there with it. It's just a concrete box full of danger. Yeah, it was not no bueno. It was even their chemical lab. It was their chemistry room. It still didn't <laughs> yeah. have anything. That was the best they had. Like I was in yeah. a room. One of the walls was a museum piece. It was gl giant glass cabinets for like microscopes and stuff, like to put things on display. It was a super awesome, like classical science room, but no safety. The one cool bit was the chemical closet that I had was you that chemical closet, right? You're supposed to make like very, very, you know, fireproof and chem proof. What they had done, these old school dudes, these OG like chem professor guys, they lined the entire thing with asbestos, which is very fireproof. And then to make for a blast door, instead of making like something super strong in fiberglass, they used like, I'm not shitting you, like four inch solid white oak. And that door, 
that door would like when you open and close that door, it had it had a big ass handle on it because that was the only thing that could handle the weight of that door. And you'd pull that handle and you'd swing that door open, and it was like open up a door of fucking Hogwarts. It was huge, <laughs> and you swing that thing. And one day I told my students, I was like, if we ever have an intruder, they have like intruders, right? Intruder drills. I go, in the case of an actual intruder, we're all going in this chem closet. They're like, why are we going there? Mr. Gidry smells in there. I go, because if, I don't care who the fuck comes in that room, nobody comes through that door. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to have the most serious, you're going to have to have the jaws of fucking life to get through that door. Like, no gun is punching through this door. This door is a 110 year old, dried, four inch wide half oak. I was like, white oak. Like, there is nothing coming through this door i don't care like you're you're more likely to rip the hinges down than you are to take a piece of this door apart it's insanely strong mm. and so that that's what that that was their solution to what if there's an explosion in the kim lab closet they were just we'll just they make just won't escape the room we'll just we'll just make it so that it can't go through this piece of wood we put here like <laughs> enough uh, yeah all right well we better get started <clears throat> yeah we've, we've been oh shit it is it is late fuck i'm sorry yeah you just you just spent 40 minutes talking about your goddamn liberal politics so uh yeah i guess uh let's get that time I'll, get, I'll get down off my soapbox the altitude's high yeah. up here anyway the air is thin up high on my soapbox <laughs> goodbye uh, resembled duh Re reassembled. Reassembled. Huzzah. Are we the reassemblers? Yeah. We can't be the assemblers because Jeremy mm-hmm. doesn't put shit together. I just won't. <laughs> Use. Oh boy. Are you guys excited for like the new game that we have now, the one point one? Yeah, man. I'm in. I, I'm. I like. Are most you? Because you seem to be very out. Because we haven't seen you in like three weeks. Oh no, I'm fucked, man. I'm fucked. Like, <laughs> I've been in Chicago. All last week, and now I'm in Chicago. I was in Chicago this week, and it's all Christmas parties and fucking Thanksgiving horse shit. Do you just work in Chicago and commute daily now? I don't understand. Oh my god! I got on a plane <laughs> Monday morning, and I just got off the plane again Wednesday or today. Ooh. I've done that two weeks in a row, and it fucking blows. Are then, you? I assume you're you're only flying back for the podcast, and you're leaving tomorrow to go back to Chicago, right? Oh, yeah, they like, gave me to do that. Guys, guys, I can fly to Chicago to run your business for you, but I got a podcast I do remotely from home. <laughs> I, I will not bring my laptop. I, I will not bring the resources to do this in Chicago. God, that would be hilarious. Have you at least gotten to Lou Malnati's yet? No, I don't have a car. I get fucking dropped off there, and that's where I'm at. Rent a car! It's not like there's no... Oh, my God. Stay. Just tell them they have to book you a hotel with Uber. a shuttle. Just Uber. Yeah, Uber. Like forty five minutes outside of Chicago, man. It's just It's not. Oh, you are forty five minutes. You are forty five minutes outside of Chicago? Oh. It's fucking horrible. It, it's the equivalent of like Oak Grove. It's like you need to go to Kansas City. I'm like, cool. Wait, what's Oak Grove? <laughs> like, yeah. Fly your ass into Paola. You're like, yeah, Where like, the fuck whoa. am I? There's cows. Yeah. This is and, nothing but uh, cows. Yeah, I'm, I'm I don't go out there again until the end of December and then I'm done. But you should at least get portillos while you're out there. there there's portillos all over that fucking place. Uh, I did get some deep dish pizza last night, and it was good. I don't. I don't it's not. Know. The, it's it, not. It's loose. not the same. No, yeah. not at all. Lou Malnati's master race. It for sure. <laughs> I remember when we went to Chicago. You're like, there are a bunch of good places to eat here, and you brought me to some one, some bullshit, something, and and I was. Was it the chili dog place? It was. It was like. It was like a. It was like a. 
like a FUD Ruckers like inverted itself and it and exploded in a thousand <laughs> it dimensions. It's like a That's Cortilla. Fucked a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, it was some it combination was of circus, carnival, and cafeteria. Yeah, like, it was weird. That's Cortilla. And, and like, I, I, I wonder where all the fat people are around here. Oh, here we go. Yeah, we found, <laughs> found them. Them. And, uh, the, the place that's famous for cheese and chili dogs. Yeah, you were like, you were like, hey Parker, you like shitting like a pet coon all day long, don't you? I'm like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> So, so well, you like, didn't tell me at the time that your your gastral track was like held up with like fucking silly string, like, tape and dreams, man. So yeah. I'm, so I, so we went there. That was like it was it was I was like this is this is garbage, but he but it's it's you know it's kaleidoscopic it's, it's like, to the eyes. It's worse yeah, than yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so then no, it, it's it's like shitty like par- like like ballpark food, but like it's done fairly well. So. And so yeah, the next just, time, and the so next time you're like, let's go to this other place. I heard, you know, I, I, do, you, do you like Chicago? Do you just I go, I can't think I've ever had that. You're like, well, let's go ahead here. I think you might like this place. I went there and we, I sat down and went, do you, you guys make a mule? He goes, yeah, we make a mule. And so they made a mule. Best fucking mule I think I've ever had up to that point. I had one after that, but it was better. But I was like, that was amazing. And like, and you brought me this. What is this? A pie? This is a cake. This is a casserole? What is this? No, it's called <laughs> Chicago deep dish pizza done correctly. And I'm like, holy shit. I've had that was deep it. dish pizza probably eight times. And most of the time it's been at Adepticon. And every time I've been like, this is very, like, not good. Like, I would rather just have, like, Jack's pizza out of the oven. Like, I, it's not the consistency and everything. It's just, like, it just doesn't have flavor. It's just, like, cheese and grease. And, like, I can never taste the food. And then we went to lose, And literally, I, I ref- almost refused to go. And then so we finally went. And they're like, all right. And then we got the full pizza. We, we bit into it. I was like what is this? And he's like, it's just deep dish pizza. I was like, no, no, no. This tastes so different than any other deep dish pizza I've ever had. I can't even understand. Like, it's so amazing in comparison. And that was yeah. it. And, that, and then and then he tried to be like, hey, you want to go somewhere else? I'm like, no, I'm driving to Lou Malnati's. You were in the car yeah. with me. You're welcome to, like, drop out and roll, but I'm not going anywhere else. It's this the equivalent of, like, drinking Bud Light your entire life and then having actual good beer and then trying to go backwards. And you're like, you can't go backwards. I, I was like, like, there I is no backwards. Willing. I wasn't willing to go anywhere else in that city. Mm-hmm. The best the best story of Adepticon, one of the best ones I always tell people, is the time we went there. And then the next night, we were like, we're obviously going back there, right? <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk about it. We were like, all right, you ready to go get food? He's like, and some guy asked where we're going, and we just all turned like, we're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> just get in the car. Just fucking copied and pasted. It was never up for debate. Yeah. We yeah. just had six pounds of pizza yesterday. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yes, we're going back. Like, there's yeah. not even close to a question. Why? Like, when we drive to Adepticon, we go to lose first, and then we go to the hotel to check in. Yeah. Oh, man, we could hit it three times. Shit, that's oh, yeah, tech. we could. Mm. Oh man, that's what all the cool kids. All right, well, this has been a pretty successful podcast. We ranted about stuff and things happened. Yeah, I liked it. Enough. Yeah, all right. Are you guys good to wrap up? You want to talk yes. about anything else? No, no we, need, wrap we, need, we need to wrap up because I got right. we got Thanksgiving tomorrow to work. Oh, we didn't say what we're thankful for. We got to do thankful stuff, right? Just kidding. Never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love it. You guys, right? I dare not. Yeah, I love it. 